This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Bolton. Why, why did you jump at that? Every time it gets me, like it's jump? a surprise. But you knew I was about to start. It's quite loud. Right. I liked Welcome it. to Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Coming up before 6 pm, the usual dose of fun and a whole lot of hair. It's out of date, that now, isn't it? No, it's, it's right. What's that? Why do I have hair? I know that's true. You're on till 6, you've got hair. Fine. I think I covered it quite well then that I pressed the wrong button. I know, I didn't even thought yeah, I did it on purpose. Press okay. Press three instead of four. Oh, yep. What was on four? Covered it well. Hi, uh, welcome to the show. 4.30pm today we have got Robert Elms in the studio. Of course, Robert Elms, who I used to work with at BBC London. See that bloke? It's not him, it's Robert Elms. Robert Elms. Elms. Is it out of the question that we ever get Robert Elms on the show? What time is he on air? Don't know. Is well, he still we'll going? I'm not, I think so. Let's get Robert Elms on one day. We'll get Robert Elms. Robert Elms first. Talk about Chernobyl. You know Chernobyl. Sky I, Atlantic. I liked him, Robert Elms. Yeah, right, nice. I work with him. Yeah. But I found him a bit awkward in real life. Oh, shall we get him on the show then? Just like we? chatting with him, not off air. Oh, okay. I found him a bit awkward. Okay. Yeah, but I like him. Oh, okay. A bit shy, I think. I think he's shy. Okay. Pardon? 5pm. <laughs> that was nearly some gossip. 5pm. Joe, it wasn't nearly. That was definitely on air. <laughs> <laughs> Is that public knowledge? Yeah. Well, I'll check that out. All right, check, check it out. out. Check it out. At 5pm. Well, you'll PM, never hear it. Well, don't talk over because you're okay. about to cut it. At 5pm, we have Joe Sutherland in the studio to talk about his stand-up show, Sour. I thought we had a no comics rule on the show. We, only comics if Right, 5.30pm. Uh, Kelly Paterni- Paterniti? Paterniti? Uh, p- paternity. Paternity? Paternity, okay, we'll p- yeah. And Hannah Ellis Ryan to promote their theatre show, Kill Climate Deniers. Yeah. I'm not going to say more in case. What's happened, mate? What are you doing? Just, just, just fact checking something. What are you fact checking on, though? What are you on? Oh, uh, Robert Elms' Wikipedia page. Right, so that's not definite, is it? Wikipedia. No, well, they squatted together. Who squatted together? Uh, Robert Elms and Sade. So, I mean, in a squat. So I don't just mean they were on. The- <laughs> <laughs> Am I done? I don't know. You don't know what they were into That's in their true. personal life. That That's could have been true. something that they did. Yeah. I don't know that at all. Remember squats. But I don't know they didn't. What do you mean, remember squats? There were people, you know, squats. Oh, squatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a squat, Matt? Uh, I never was in a you squat. You sort of still do, mm-hmm. don't you? That last place you're at, you were sort of squatting at. I mean, I paid rent to squat there, but yeah. Yeah, but it, it, felt, it felt like a like squat, it. It didn't feel, it? From, it like from how it. you described it to me. Yeah, it is. I think we're okay. Is your new place working out well for I you? I love it. Do you, yeah? I love living above Poundland and on the high street. <laughs> well, that's give it away where you live, isn't it? People oh, yeah. come round now. That's true. Well, there's a few flats. It's Basically, not just look mine. for the roughest area of London it's not and rough. a Poundland. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say. Looking for. Yeah, do actually, because it's not my house. It's look for the really rough one. Where do you live now? 
Palmer's Green. There we go. Scooby, there we go. That's, that's, well, do you know what? That's now isolated. That's that was so easy. One of the many Poundlands in Palmer's Green. Are the many there? No, but what there was this morning was a man pissing on my stairs. I beg your pardon? As I came down my stairs, <laughs> as I leave, right. I've got to go down two flights of stairs outside. Okay. And I walk down and there's just a man urinating all over the stairs. This is at nine in the morning. What, like, for what, for what reason? Like marking his territory or what? Was it someone that lived there? No, he doesn't live there. How do you know? Because I've seen the neighbours. So he's just having a wee in the stairs? Just having a wee. And I said, excuse me. And he went, can I finish? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And got looked really annoyed uh, with me. I you said no. Well, I said I've got to go and get a train at ten past. That's not the reply to that. I didn't want to. As, was... as if, under any other circumstances, yes. But I've got to get a train, so no. Well, I didn't want him to splash me. You shouldn't have fucking started the absolute pig. Right, but if I'd said something, he could have just splashed me, couldn't he? And then I think to ring the police. Yeah, I probably should have done. Nine nine nine, that mate. That's an emergency. Get the blue lights out. There's a man. <laughs> it should be. Is it one 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 for the police for that? Um, I think it's the lesser of emergencies, right? It's one one one, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Or is that the? Is that now? Is that what? still going? I think so. Okay. Or the, is it? Which was the NHS one that went? NHS Direct was that yeah, one. Yeah, that was the one that, that went there, didn't it? So I think that's replaced it. I might have this one like completely wrong. We'll have a look. See Should if we find one, out? One, one. Yeah, we'll find see out if one, one, what's replaced NHS Direct and what do you do? What number do you call if someone's <laughs> weeing on your stairs? Well, talking about police, I think it was police, otherwise I don't know what the hell was going on. On Friday night... You got arrested. No, but about 12.30 when I was at home, I heard this incredible noise. Oh, yeah. So I came out to my balcony to have a look and it was a... Let's go back, your what? My balcony. <laughs> I've never had one of them before. <laughs> I've never had one of them before. It's really exciting. I love a balcony. Yeah. Although I tell you what, good. I don't like a balcony if I, if I was a smoker. If you're a smoker, a balcony's brilliant. Yeah. But why wouldn't you want one if you could still it's sit out there? Isn't it? Oh. I suppose you could vape out there. Come yeah, on. you could vape. Um, it's all right. Just forget I said anything. But there was this incredible noise. I came outside. It was a helicopter, but in really close. Right. I thought, well, something's obviously. It's like the beginning of a film when people are just jumping out to take over. But it could be jumping out to take over. You know those oh, from the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did somebody jump out of the helicopter? No, but it was close enough that I thought, is there something actually? Am I, am I dreaming? Is this real? Because it was the loudest thing I've ever heard. But it couldn't have been that close because otherwise the blades would have well, it scythed you down. It wasn't down. on my balcony, right. but I could see it in the sky. Yeah. As in how that's how close it was. It was weird. Do you think things like that look closer to you because you're like. Like to me, that wouldn't look close at all. But to you, it's like you're probably at eye level with them, aren't you? Touching it because I was in the sky. <laughs> you could have, mm. if it was bothering you, you probably could have just flicked it away with your finger. Well, I need to see what was going on. And what was going on? I don't know. Then it just flew Excellent off. Excellent story. Flew off. But then I looked on Twitter and the news and stuff, and no one else is going. There's a helicopter pretty much landing in the middle of Palmer's Green. Have you imagined it? It's scary. Do you know when I first moved to my house? Have I told you this? I think I must have told you mm. this. When I first moved to my house, in the there's a quite a big field mm. near it. Yeah. A helicopter landed in there on the day that I moved in. Did you? Were you a bit it, nervous it was, about that? No, no, I wasn't. It was somebody had been killed on the road. Oh God! On the day I moved in, the cyclist had been hit, hit and run on a cyclist. Maybe. And it was the air ambulance. Maybe that's what mine was. Air ambulance. Yeah. Possibly. Because they used to have that when I lived in Surrey all the week uh, on the weekend. You think nothing of a helicopter with it's a light going down. Not the strongest start. Of this, I'll be honest with you. Because people used to fall in the river. <laughs> Drunk people used to just fall in the river all the time. Right. So there used to be helicopters all Sounds the time. Like, well, surely a boat would be more helpful there, wouldn't it? Well, the, where the towpath <laughs> Get an helicopter is, out. There's a lot of pubs by the river, so people okay. would just be a bit smashed. And people on boats would just try and drive home after So what was the helicopter... Trying to find them in the river. Right. But they wouldn't have been able to get out, would they? Well, they can... They I imagine... Go, yeah, yeah, there they are. <laughs> what should we do? Well, not, not we can do this, well. isn't it? I imagine there'd be some foot people as well. Some... Foot people. Foot people. They're mm. called police, then. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. We're not quite at that sort of police state yet where we call them foot people. 
<laughs> foot soldiers. Yeah, they're foot soldiers. Oh, they're, they're lovely stories, Nat. Thank you. Um, did you see the man's penis today when he was urinating? Yes. Did you? What does it look like? It's all right. How, how, what does that mean? How? How is it all well, right? Well, I mean, it, it was working. It was a penis and it was working. It didn't make me no, feel sick. No, there was something more to it then when you said that it was all right. What do you mean? It was, it was, was nothing it like, weird. I mean, it was, hung, was weird. Was though. he hung or not? Uh... I think you'd have to have a degree of confidence when yeah. you to just whack it out somewhere. He wasn't not well endowed, yeah. I wouldn't uh, do that. Because you don't feel confident? I wouldn't feel confident enough to, that someone would say. But surely at the size of yours, it wouldn't even huge. look like it's hanging out the trouser. You I could mean, just... can we not say things like that? Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get on the record that you've never seen it. One. No, I haven't, but you, you talked I'm almost certainly exaggerating it, it too. Okay. okay, fine. And three, it's um, just a private matter. I don't know why you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I'm gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna go straight back to my PR now, and I'm gonna complain that my co-host brought up my genitalia during the interview. You've said it. You've, you've mentioned <laughs> it before. About I'm gonna get this interview pulled. I'm gonna get this pulled completely. I'm gonna go back to my PR. And I'm gonna say <laughs> that you brought up my genitalia. Well, because you know you brought it up. Can I we think if we that? rewind this, you you brought it up. Do you know even know what I'm referencing? Yes, I do. Right. Yeah. Can we discuss that? Um, yes, is the answer. N- yeah. Yeah. No, we, we've done nothing wrong. Okay. I'd like to discuss it though, because there was never any follow-up to it, was there? I, everything is fine. No, I know everything's fine, but it wasn't for a moment. N- no. And I don't. I tell you what, I don't like. I don't like that I was blamed for something that I didn't do. I wouldn't say blame. Well, it, th- that guest. Yeah. From the other week, who mm-hmm. dropped off during the interview, went back to his PR and said that I brought up his genitalia. Yeah. I didn't. No, I know. That's and, not true. And we, when we listen, everyone listening back to it, it was very clear yeah. who brought up. Well, I mean, that's first off, that's an idiotic thing to do when you know it's been recorded for, yeah. on the first mm. instance. No, it is. It's stupid. No, it's an idiot, but perha- idiotic thing to do. But perhaps if you, you know, in the moment, you know, you don't remember things clearly, and if you're a bit annoyed about something, you all might that made me think when you told me that because I was I was pretty confident. But I said to you, I've not heard this back, so can you tell me what I said? And yeah. then we went through it. It's like oh, I didn't do anything wrong at all. All it made me think was, what does he say to them when it's not recorded? What does he say um, to them about people that ring up and interview him? You know, and it's not on the record anywhere. Yeah, he could just lie about stuff. If you lie about something that was recorded, yeah. So that's what upset me about that. I don't like ever. I will throw my hands up if I've done something wrong, but I don't like ever being blamed or something said about me that I simply didn't do. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I know that he said it. I'm glad I can rectify that yeah. by saying I didn't, and also by the recording itself. Mm. But I think that's quite a. Um, Things like that, I don't think you should let go in in this day and age. Okay. Because I think in this day and age, with things being misconstrued and it so could, it so could much, be damaging. yeah, absolutely, of course mm. it could, it totally could. Because if someone wants to take that to its nth degree, it could be like, well, this, that could cause a proper Twitter storm, live, you know, yeah, th- some sort of sexual harassment or something. But it would always be out there, even if even if it wasn't pre-recorded and it was a live show, then it would it would still be out there immediately. We could click, send to the PR and say, well, it would. But all it takes is one person to say you've done something yeah. with a certain intent, and that for then. Not everyone will check. Mm. Some people just read that and go, oh, God, he's a nasty lot, isn't he? And that's the end of it. And then forevermore, they think of me as the bloke who said something that I just didn't say. Yeah, sure, and you're tarnished, yeah. So I don't like that he's quite tried to tarnish me, that bloke. Mm. I don't, and I'll tell you what I don't like, as much as anything about it, that he tried to tarnish me after I didn't let him tarnish me. Because he was trying to rattle me in that interview. He thought that he could give it all, ooh, hello, and all that, and I would be flummoxed, whereas right. I just entered into it. I was like, that's perfectly fun to me, because that doesn't bother me in the slightest. So the fact it didn't work, he then chucked his toys out of the pram, sulking, and went off and said that I was the prick. He brought up my genitalia. Yeah, he did. No, listen, but, but I do think... He asked me if I had a big cock. Now, if I wanted to cause a Twitter storm, that would cause one. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think... I think he was um, trying to... 
uh, play along with the the, the way nah. the, the theme of the interview, perhaps? My assumption, and it is an assumption, it's not based on anything concrete that I know, but my assumption was that it was the sort of person who's used to being the most outrageous person in the room. Right. And it didn't really wash for me, because I will also be like that. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll also be inappropriate, in inverted yeah. commas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because he had someone joining in with his inappropriateness rather yeah. than someone going, oh, no, oh, you can't say that. You know what I mean? I think that threw him. Well, the way it kind of works... And that wasn't my intention to no, no. at all. Um, but I'm very clear to people that the way it works here is we, we record these shows as live, so we yeah. don't cut anything. And obviously, you're not... Yeah, listen to this, listen to this. Tits. That'll just, that'll just go out there now. That's happened, that's happened. You just Even though it. it's not live... We're recording but, it but there's no life. reason for T- me to take that out. And also, you're not in London, so you come I down now, here once I, a fortnight. I am now, though. Right? I am today. So if somebody... But not in real life, I'm not there, but I'm, I am on the But you are recording. right now, yeah. at this moment in time. Yeah. So the reason why we not take something out... Is... Yeah. If somebody says something that is defamatory or libelous, yeah. then obviously we can't... If someone talks about committing a crime or breaking the law, then I would be prepared to cut that out, obviously, well, if you're we, talking about... We discuss it on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> you're right. OK, if someone goes, I did a murder, that's coming out and going to yeah, the police, right? No, we will, we're not having that on this no, show. No, we're not having but that. But if someone just says they robbed a, a key ring from Forbidden Planet in Liverpool once... I... I'm still not happy about that because you've named a bloody shop and place of where I it did, is. I did, though. I don't think so, it was Forbidden Planet. It was the... Well, good, it was the um, somewhere. Forbidden Planet International, whatever that's called. It was the, it was the sister knows. store to it. Right. The okay. one straight out of Lime Street Station. That whatever. One there. Good. Should I stop talking about that? Stop from talking the, about from that. From the show Heroes. That's what oh, I stole. that show. I remember that show. Yeah. First series good, rest of it dreadful. I stole it. I never watched it. I stole oh. it and gave it to um, my then girlfriend as a present. Oh. So she handled stolen and she goods. she dumped you. <laughs> I don't think she dumped me just because of that. But... She didn't really dump me. We just the old came to an end, and That's fair enough. we became very different people. Some for the better, some for the worse. But in terms of the show, mm. we don't just cut things out of the show. I did steal a key ring as well. Stop. Okay. It's about don't like steal six stuff, quid. It should have been. That, that, well, just don't steal. Terrible. Stuff. Ed was with me. He went mad. He was well, really cross. Well, good. I'm glad he did. So that's a he bad was also cross with me one time when I stole a bottle of ketchup from. Um, uh, why are you shaking your why head at you me? To, why do you have to talk about being a criminal? I stole a bottle of ketchup. Right. First of all, I don't think I stole it. This was the back? argument. This was my argument at the time. No, I didn't take it back. Well, there we go. But it was at the side of a burger van, right That's at the Gilded right. Balloon in Edinburgh. Mm. And the burgers were like six quid each anyway. Mm. So do you know what I mean? And the ketchup is free. <laughs> it is not the full thing. There's no charge for the ketchup. What, well, what bit of it's what bit of it not is charged for? Well, who said that? Why does it say that? Okay, I see what. So if this was in court, you'd probably get off. It doesn't say that it's not. It, it says ketchup is free. It doesn't say that even. Right. The ketchup is just there and okay. free. You can use it. Yeah. Now, if I'd wanted, I could have covered my burger with that entire. But it was a massive one as well. Yep. My entire burger with all that ketchup, and I've done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So what's the issue with me just going? Do you know what? I'm just going to take the whole thing. I mean, okay. have any ketchup in the flat? That's right. another thing you have to keep in mind as well. Great. Okay. And he used it still. Oh well, there we go. Okay. Eventually, it took a few days. He was well, still that's bad. Don't don't do don't do stealing. Well, don't do stealing unless you really need something. No, don't or, do that. Or unless you think something's do very overpriced. I thought that Kieran was very overpriced. Yeah, I thought I'll have that. Shove that on the sleeve. Don't, don't do that. And the ketchup, I was but like. But in terms it, of the show, it was on principle. The point of anything. this. Stop talking about crime. <laughs> But in terms of the show, what we're trying to say is we don't cut stuff out unless there's a legal reason for us to do it that's yeah. going to get some job. We don't just cut... If somebody comes on a show, bear in mind it's the uncensored nature of the station and says, oh, I didn't really like what I said, that's not really for us I've to worry like, about. I've never shoved a T-shirt on my show. Oh, my I mean, God, I've never please done that. play a song no, I've never or something. done that, I'm saying. I've never done that. I've never okay, done that. good. That's, that's most I've people I've stole water 
um, Evian bottles. I've not done it for a long time, but always quote unquote by accident. Right. So here's what I've done, right? Previously mm. in supermarkets, like Tesco mm. and stuff, when I used to go there, I would have a big six pack of Evian, big, you know, a big pack. And on them, there's a little sticky you peel off. Yeah. Which you've then put on the conveyor belt, which is they're meant to scan. So you'd have to lift oh. the whole thing oh, up I onto the belt. That's yeah, what yeah. You do. Oh, okay. So all you've got to do, take a sticker off, put it on the belt. If they don't scan it, not my problem. Mm-hmm. I've done everything I'm meant to do. Mm. They don't scan it. I'm out the door. I'm not going to stand and check my receipt, am I, at the till? It's busy. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I've done that. I reckon I've probably had about 100 quid's worth of water. Okay, so, can, you e- song, can you put a song on, please? Easy. Snip, snip. Do you think it's going to cause a big Twitter storm right now? I think it might cause an angry mob. Oh, God, no, that was amazing. <laughs> but do you know what I regret now? No, I regret playing it. <laughs> yeah, I should have no. put something else on. <laughs> relevant today as it was then mm. um, you were just telling me when that song was on that Nick Elm had a bit of a strop he, well I wouldn't say we didn't have a strop <laughs> he, told me he, he just strop. on Friday before the show he comes in he picks an Alice Cooper song yeah. he picked a song oh that's a good idea where did he get that idea from from me well don't start with that <laughs> He's a very big Alice Cooper fan. Same, same. I play him regularly on the show. I know. Well, this was the thing. This was a discussion on Friday. Yeah. It's because he said, how come it's already on the system? And I said, yeah. well, let me just find the time of when it was played. I go, yeah. well, Ian's played it. He goes, Ian doesn't play Alice Cooper, is he? Ooh. I went, yeah, so we've had a whole Alice Cooper show, which we have, Ooh, right? Oh, shit. Have. Kicking off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, went, I'm a big fan. Oh, you haven't had an Alice Cooper show. I went, yeah, we've had a Meatloaf show, we've had a Beastie Boys show, we've had yeah. an Alice Cooper show. It's not that surprising. He went, well, I'm glad other people on Fubar are playing Alice yeah, Cooper. Yeah, livid, isn't he? But he's, he's, not happy. he's not happy that he wasn't the first. <laughs> Do you think he thinks that it's like, oh, it's a bit quirky that I play Alice Cooper yeah, all the time, but then someone else has done that's it? That's my hook. Yeah, yeah. That's my USP. I'm sorry, Nick. You'll have to think of something more original. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. He loves Alice Cooper. There was an article in The Guardian. When I tried to get Alice Cooper on the show, it didn't work. Uh, right. Where the headline was... Why? He does loads of shit radio. Wow. <laughs> he does. Don't say that. He does. He's on uh, Planet Rock all the time, isn't he? That's not shit. That's not shit radio. Used to be all right. What's wrong with it? I, do you know what? I think Planet Rock, since it went from... Uh, went, since it went purely digital, yeah. went downhill. I and mean, I don't know why. I used to listen to it regularly, same, Planet Rock. Same presenter, same I think music. it is, yeah, yeah. There's just something felt different about it to me. You're just being snobby. I'm honestly not. Did no, it came on what, FM or How something? How's that snobby? I don't know. Ooh, DAB. That's not snobby. DAB's <laughs> better than regular radio, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is, but what, what was, it went downhill since it came... Was it on FM, then? I think so, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. It didn't... It's not as good since it came off FM. Maybe it's to do with the difficulty of getting it, like, in the car and stuff like that. That's do you know it. What I mean? Maybe That's it's that. It. You were annoyed because you couldn't hear it in the car. So, actually, you yeah. haven't even listened to it? I had it? DAB in my last car. I don't, think, I don't think I've got it That's in That's fancy. One. I got an attachment thing from Halfords. It didn't oh, really okay. work. It only worked for, like, a week. All cars should really have it in now, shouldn't they? You'd have thought so. Mm. All newer cars. Mine's a newer car. It's well, not brand new, but it's like new-ish. they feel like someone doesn't want DAB to work. Yeah. What are your thoughts on DAB? I like it. Should we start calling it, like, dib-dob radio and things like that? Should dib, we do that? Dib-dob. Maybe dab. Should we do dib, that? Dib-dab. Yeah, but if you're, dib, like, dog. shock-jock, you would say, oh, do dib-dob radio. Shock-jock, so, come on. <laughs> right. Right, Rush start, Limbaugh, whatever his name is. Can we start doing that? Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> I was thinking closer to home. Oh. Um... 
Oh, well, I'm sorry, Nick, that I've, um, you know, took a piece of your pie. It's all right. He played the Alice Cooper doing a cover of Rolf Harris, so he should be happy. Did he? Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. That's good. Sunrise, it was. Sunrise, yeah. Oh, that's good. And then Nathaniel played Bob Hoskins singing a reggae song, so that's, right. that was nice. Oh, that's good. Well, they, they're good. They're doing all right. They're, they're doing, doing, yeah, they're they doing good. They don't have to start attacking, a lot of attacking other Newley. presenters. Do you know him? Yeah, Tony Lo- Newley. Loves a lot of Tony Newley. Yeah. <laughs> it's his choices. Bob well, that's Hoskins. okay. Yeah, that's good. Is a, um, for all my ribbing of Nick, and I, w- I wouldn't do that if I actually didn't like him. No, I know that, I think. Um, but for all my ribbing of Nick, he's, um, he's quite a unique little being, isn't he? Yeah. It's a very... No, I'll tell you what I like about Helm... Yeah. Genuinely. I don't know if this is any use for him from a publicity point of view. Hey, we'll clip this up, Rebecca. We'll play right. that to him on Friday. I'll tell you what I, do, what I <laughs> genuinely hand on heart like about home. Yeah. Is I, I believe, and I may be wrong, but I believe that is him. That like I believe that what, how he is yeah. and how he presents himself is absolutely honest and absolutely open. So, quote unquote, faults and all. Yeah. As in insecurities and all and all that sort of stuff. I think he's a very honest soul, Nick. He's very open. Yeah. Like you. So that's what you like yeah, about I, I him. I do it better, but what? I think that Nick, um, th- there's a an absolute innocence to him. Someone who's such a monster on stage sometimes in in, his, in character. Mm. Um, I think the real Nick is so contradictory to that because he's quite gentle. Yeah, he really is, isn't he? So that's what you like about him. What do you not like about him? <laughs> I don't like his hair very much. His hair? What's wrong with it? Stupid. Why is he stupid? I don't like his. Sometimes he has a beard, doesn't he? Yeah, like that's ridiculous. You've got one copying, like your beard. Yeah, that's the point. Is I think it's copying mine. If anything, I think his beard's a bit better. I don't like that he's got he, a better beard. I don't like that he's all outspoken all the time and slugging my show off. I don't like I that. Wasn't, he definitely wasn't slugging behind closed doors as well. I might say so to the to to my producer, who's also his producer. He's bad mouthing me in a passive aggressive way. Well, him questioning the Alice Cooper. Passive aggressive. In fact, he's been on the show before. I'm sure we played Alice Cooper show. when he was sat here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I've extended the hand of friendship. Yes. I've welcomed him, welcomed him into my Several home. Several times. And then he's gone off, got his own show, and I was giving it, oh, I don't Have, like that. Has he um, invited you onto his show? No, never. Has not, has he not even mentioned it never. to you? In fact, I'm, I'm going to say now, I, I refuse to do it. Okay. How about that? Do that. Yeah, say that. Not asked, just say, say that you're boycotting. I wouldn't do it anymore. Anyway. Boycotting the show. Yeah, I'm boycotting his show. Yeah, okay. That's official. Yeah, I've not heard it, but that's not a slight on him. I've not heard any other people actually. It's very good. It's a I, very I good that. show. Fridays 12 till 2 p.m. I believe Fan that. club. Yeah, I believe Tell that. your friends. But I personally am boycotting it. Okay. And I call upon the listenership of Fubar to do the same. No, do not do that. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I don't think you can come into an organisation and start slagging off someone who's already there. We had we had this exact scenario. He's not slagged you off. Come on, stop it. This is exactly oh, just because it's someone you think's good looking doesn't mean Who? Helm. Just because he's a little cute lad, good looking lad, a bit of rough stuff and that. He's cute, cute, cute and rough at the same time. It's a fucking dream come true, Nick Helm. Nick. But here's the thing. <laughs> That's with it. cute. That's the quote. Let's say that again. It really is. No, I'll say it again. Nick. I said it once. Here's the thing, right? All he, his actions have been identical to the actions of John Gorman when he when he that's thrust himself within to this studio God, and this true. station. His actions have been identical. That's not true. But for some reason, we're allowing it from Nick Helm because Nick Helm is trendy and because Nick Helm does something on BBC Three or whatever and all that stuff. So we're allowing it. Well, we shouldn't. We should hold everybody accountable for the same misdemeanours. Okay. But fan club, <laughs> listen to it. Fridays, 12 to 2 p.m. Great I'm show. Not, Great I, show. I won't. No, no, I won't now. Okay. I won't now. I started this, I think, being really understanding, and it's actually made me quite cross this now. Now, why well, you'd be a good guest on it? Joey Page was a good guest on it. <coughs> on what? Next, next show. Joey Page went on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know 
now he's still even on this station, full stop, Joey Page. Why? Well, he was always like a little misfit in it, wasn't he? It was always like, it was like you were giving him a show, like, as a favour. <laughs> it was like, yeah. well, do you know what? You're a lovely lad. You're not really up to the job, but come on. The, how, what we'll, the hell? We'll, we'll sneak you in. Do anyone else here you want to have a go at? Do you want to name some more presenters? I don't know who's on. Tell me who they are. Um, no, I'm not going to say her. Uh, uh, Michael Payne. I'm not going to say her. Who? Uh, Harriet Rose. No, Which I will say her. Harriet Rose? She's a female. Uh, on Thursdays. Well, give me some gossip on her. Uh, I'll, I'll gossip. She says, her she says babe a lot. Oh, I can't be doing with that. That's all her show is. that all right? That's fine. Yeah, uh, okay. Who else we got? Michael Payne, rapper. Got a new album coming out. Mm. Romesh is on the album. Oh, give over. What's, what, why? He's doing a little skit. Oh, okay. So it's a comedy bit. Yeah, it's that's good. Fine. It's good. Oh, that's fine. I Michael, don't like the sound of his show, though. Michael Payne. What was Callum at Swiggan does an LGBT show, sex show. Right, why? Why? Because yeah. that's what he wants to talk about. And, very... Has he not run out of stuff to say yet? No, he hasn't. It was some lovely guests. In fact, Joe, in fact, Joe Sutherland that's coming in the fire was a previous guest on Callum's show. Well, why don't they just go and marry each other if they, <laughs> if they love each other so much? Go don't and, why do. don't they put Joe Sutherland on his show instead again? Right. Or again, at the 50th time. It's, not, it's been a once, I think. So what's going on well, here? I can't really slag stuff off if I don't know enough about it, can okay, I not? Okay, well, I'm not giving you any more ammo. You must be joking. I can slag Helm off because I've got, I've got a grip of him. I've got, I understand what he is now. Okay. I get it now. You get on very well. Is Mark Thingy not on this anymore? Mark Simmons? No, what was the dude's name? He was on all the time. Dolan? Yeah, is he No, not he's not on is he gone? Yes. What about that other lady? The What was her name? We went to her birthday oh, party Oh, Lizzie. Once. Yeah, she's on Thursdays, Lizzie. Is she? What yes. does she talk about? What's her, what's her second name? Cundy. Lizzie Cundy. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? They what do, do she showbiz do? showbiz news with her lovely presenter, Stephen Lang. Right, and how does that go? How do they do How does it go? Oh, it's Access All Areas. Here's do you rate it as a show? I do rate it as a show. Do you produce show. it? No, I don't. Right. Abby does. Okay. But I do like it. Are you it. just now not slagging it off because Abby's lovely? Or is it because... I'm not, I wouldn't slag off do any you shows like here. The show? I like all of the shows here, um, yes. Apart from this one today. I think it sounds shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not the sort of show that I would just listen to. Just Angry Mob on again. Shall I? <laughs> Let's do that. Then. Let's do that. See, but I think I, I might want to even hear Jimmy Nail again later. Oh, fuck, I was no, thinking about that the other day. There was a whole show where we it. where we just played uh, Ain't No Doubt. It was Peacock and Gamble that was. And then there was yeah, the, there was the Calvin Harris show where you just played um, I've Got All the Girls. But I've Got you, All the Girls. Why is Ain't No Doubt been taken? I'll oh, be history. on the M Drive. Let me find it for you when you play another song. All right, what shall I put on for the time being? Something by Kaiser Chiefs. Maybe. No, I'm going to put on that because um, I put in Angry to find an Angry Mob. And I also found One Angry Dwarf and 200 Solemn Faces. So I'm going to put that one on. What's that? It's the Benfell's Five song. Ah, oh. fucking ace. Um, can I just take this opportunity to formally apologise to my work colleagues, Nick Helm, mm-hmm. Lizzie, um, <laughs> what, what was the other one? Uh, Harriet Rose, Joey Harriet Page, Rose, Joey, Michael Payne. Joey Page, particularly Joey Page, I thought was extremely cruel about him. Michael Payne as well. Yes. And anybody else who's uh, I have upset with my provoked rant from my producer. Yeah, I wasn't provoked. My producer who goaded me into making a rant about your shows, I apologise. Um, he who is without sin should not cast the 
first stone. That's it. So, um, so very sorry about all that. I but, will give them but a right but to apply. What I will say is, if you're all booked your ideas up and add better shows, then I wouldn't feel the need to slow them off. That's fine. I will be going to them for their right to reply about your show, each of them. I'll have right. a little package for you next show. If you could, I'd, I will I'd do appreciate that. that. Do you know what the fair. issue is? I think I'm still a bit drunk. Yeah, well, you said you I were hungover when accident. you came in. Right, and we always know with you it is one drink or. I'm not set a boozer. No. At all. You did have one drink, didn't you? I had one drink, but then I found out it was 67% proof. Yeah, that would do it. And I didn't know that. It was right. a gin. Yeah. Not a gin, not a gin drinker, really, are you? I've had a lot of it recently. <laughs> <laughs> I really have. I have. We're joined by Robert Ems, by the way. Hello, Robert. Hello, how are you doing? I'm all right. Like I said, I think I've I also am. drunk a lot of gin recently. Have you? Is isn't, yeah. isn't it like, Why? is it in vogue drink. or something? It's beautiful drink. Have you ever had um, nice. Palma Violet gin? No. I got some of that recently. Mm. It's nice. Very nice. Yeah. Can we get a gin and tonic now? I don't see quick G&T in here. Can we just continue with some G&Ts? What, what reason is there not? Can we well, I don't know. We, I think there is actually some gin in the fridge, to be honest. Right, can you whack us up with G&T? <laughs> like, don't laugh. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I've started drinking it quite a lot. Mm. But only like... I, don't I just like, feel like it's more sophisticated it. than... What I used to drink when I was 16, I used to drink arches and lemonade. So okay, I but that's nice. upgraded to that's gin nice. and tonic. Well, that's, sort of, that's sophisticated <laughs> for 16. Yeah, yeah. It's very yeah, that's nice. brained. <laughs> very Quite sweet. nice, isn't it? Um, I'm not a boozer at all, but just of late, I've been sort of caught slightly unawares mm. with gin. I've just had a, one gin every now and again, which is fine. Mm. But then when you find out that the one you had... He's got some gin in yeah, his hand. Yeah, do. What is it? There's what no is tonic, it? though, is there? I don't think. We no. need tonic. Who needs tonic? Oh, my God. We don't need tonic, mate. Come on. Um, so, Robert, are we talking about Chernobyl today? Yeah, why not? Talk about. Let's do it. Um, because <laughs> it's, uh, I've got a series record on for it. I've not seen any of them yet. I didn't know you were coming in today, but I've not, mm. not seen any of them yet. But it's been proper hammered by Sky, and mm. like, they're really whacking it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're been, behind it. They're yeah, they really it. are behind it, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a really big, epic show. Is it, is it purely factual? Is it dramatised? Yes, it is. Event? Yeah, there's, there's are some drama... There is obviously some dramatisation in it, okay. but it's, yeah, really kind of very factual. And... Um, and very detailed the guy Craig Mason who created it written it um, he you know he's done an immense amount of research which they actually forwarded to all of the actors and everyone in the production to kind of wade through all of that research material so that's what we did and so yeah it's very 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 detailed was how old are you was it in your lifetime Charlie? I am 32 33 in, in a week so is it just within your lifetime it's just within, I was born a month before it was 26 of April okay. that it happened I was born a month before so my mum actually was gardening in the garden she was worried about touching the soil she was really yeah, people yeah were freaking out well, about it, it, so. it, I had a weird reaction when I saw it because I was like oh that's too soon for that <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, it's honestly what I thought yeah and then I thought, oh, God, no, it was a long, it's a long, long yeah, time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there's always a little discomfort for me with, mm. with real-life things being made into dramas and stuff. There was one recently mm. about the Warrington bomb, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which I actually found out, listen to this for a, a seven steps of separation, whatever it's called. Um, I found out that the dramatisation about the Warrington bomb was written by the brother of a girl that was in my class at school, when I was at school, oh. Um called Nick Leather he's called he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a writer called Nick Leather apparently he's very really successful now Nick Leather but the younger brother of her wrote it and the Warrington bomb uh, quite deeply affected I'm from Warrington mm. like, it's where I was um, brought it's where I was born I always say St. Helens but it's where I was born um, and it was uh, it directly affected my family because uh, my brother's best friend was killed in it in the Warrington oh, wow. bomb so watching that which I, I found that very difficult 
like hugely difficult as someone personally affected by it, even on the periphery of it. My brother was far more affected, obviously. Mm. Um, even on the periphery of that, to be so affected. And I, I, I questioned again then, is it right to mm. do this? Is it right to... Because mm. they like, recreated the funeral and stuff. I was like, I was mm. at that funeral. It was like really jarring for me. Yeah. Right. I think there's a lot of um, like desire on TV for true crime stuff or real stories. Yeah. And I know what you mean. Sometimes it does feel a bit, you know... I think if there's a clear point to it, you know, yeah. like... Um, I've also just finished something called The Barking Murders which is based on a true crime yep, thing as well okay. and that's a similar thing it's a very sensitive subject but there's a real point to it about the justice around of the course. story and for the for the victims and the next of kin of the well, victims well Hillsborough was another one so, Jim, Jimmy know, McGovern did the yeah, Hillsborough Jimmy film McGovern did, and, exactly. and, which was again hugely impactful and, and yeah. again something you watch and you go I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this yeah. yet the the knock on effect which can be directly traced to that film as well as many other things as well. Yeah. Really did end up bringing well, quite that... quite powerful, yeah. Yeah, brought yeah, it through. Yeah, I think with Chernobyl, I mean, the, the, the obviously a lot... I mean, there's a lot of survivors from Chernobyl, but there's obviously a lot of people who didn't survive and people who have of also living with, uh, you know, terminal illnesses mm. because of it. Mm. Um, I think the, the kind of broader story of, you know, like uh, corruption and, and, you know, truth being suppressed by politicians mm. and... Um, you know things like that are kind of themes that are really relevant today and yeah. i think that this kind of story is is kind of a, a moment in history which kind of serves as a reminder that what happens if you you know if you bury the truth yeah do you think that even works nowadays though like do you think i, I don't it's well, not yeah, that I think you not. shouldn't do it but, <laughs> but I, it's a, a i I'm deeply unsettled mm. by the idea that even reminders of the past that previously have been yes, everyone's yeah. agreed on mm. now not yeah, sometimes it has the it. opposite effect, yeah, yeah. doesn't it, of what you intend? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, actually, what is interesting in Chernobyl though, there's, there are some characters in it who are sort of like political figures in it who who just roll out lies and just say to people that is not what we want you to see. This is not the message we want to give out. Okay. And they, you know, they are they are bluntly denying facts, and so when you see those characters doing it in that you're like you know it's pretty clear obviously the comparisons it's making yeah yeah and it's like whoa you know it's kind of like that that's crazy Maybe that that really rings true now i mean like this that's basically we have so many political figures in our political system here and in america yeah. obviously the extreme of that idiot do think, trump do you think maybe that maybe it's not you know, sometimes I, I get this sometimes. Sometimes you look at the White House now. Let's use that as an example, as, as a one a one thing, and you go, "How has it come to this? Like, what what on earth has happened to the world?" Mm. But then when you frame it in this way, you go, "It's not really that different to how it's ever been. It, it's just now it's far more. It's just yeah. on Twitter now. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's do you know what so I mean? true. It's, it's just, yeah. it, all the stuff. It's he, a platform. It would have been the same people. behind closed doors. Yeah. yeah, he's now tweeting. Yeah, mm. but has it just forever been that way? Yeah, and, and shall it be forever that Probably, way? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. terrifying, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. What should we do? How it's pretty, it's pretty have depressing. Have Let's have a gin. <laughs> well, they keep waving the gin bottle. They're saying, "Do you want me to bring the gin in?" I was like, "Don't know." <laughs> well, I mean, make the gins. Oh yeah, we need the tonic. You can't. Is the tonic? It. It, was an, it was an tonic. It's an tonic. No. Well, can we yeah. can send some in the shop and get some tonic? I noticed that it's open again now. Let's go get some tonic as well. When they go to the loo, don't they? They shut the shop. Is that what happens? Because there's only one person in there at times. So they can't really leave it open really? whilst they... 
shop across shop the road. Across the road. Yeah. And I noticed it was shut when I yeah, arrived. Yeah, that's what it'll be. She's gone for a wee or yeah. a poo. Could yeah. be either. Could be. <laughs> Why don't we go and get some tonic and ask him if he had a wee or a poo? Don't do that. Do <laughs> not ask the poor person in there. What? You'll be barred, almost certainly barred. I saw it. Did you go for a wee or a poo? I'd bar someone for asking that. You're not asking them if yeah. they've done something illegal. No, no, but it's a bit personal, it's isn't personal, it? Personal, inappropriate. Also, it's complicated. Sometimes it, you know. Sometimes. Well, I've said this many times, but I'll, I'll let you in on it. Um, you can't have a wee or a poo. <laughs> you can only have a wee or a poo in a wee. That's very yeah, exactly. You yeah, <laughs> you can't have a wee or a poo. That's impossible. <laughs> if you do a poo, you will do a wee as well. <laughs> Really? Yep. Yeah. Is that a fact? Well, if you're not doing your wedding, so. then you want to get on NHS Direct. <laughs> you're obsessed with NHS Direct today. Wrong there. <laughs> um, I, I presume it's kind of a humorless piece, this. Yeah, in, there's in not reality. There's not much. Yeah. <clears throat> How's that going to work to that every day? And I presume it's actually quite graphic. Is it quite graphic? It's quite graphic. It's yeah. very intense. It's very. It is quite hard to watch, but it's it's very compelling and cinema, cinema, cinematic. 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 Very yeah, cinematic. And we got that then, yeah, we, 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 all, we all yeah, got yeah, that yeah. in the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Effort, Even though half was a piss, we still got that in the <laughs> <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, there are moments, there are a couple of characters that, you know, have more of a comic element, I suppose, but it's not, it, yeah, obviously it's very it's subtle, because <laughs> yeah. it's not like Carry On Chernobyl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would Although be actually very well, funny. <laughs> I wouldn't be beyond... <laughs> <laughs> submitting a script that was that okay. no. you know we've had all the grit of the, of the novel yeah. series let's do another one now but like a bit more light maybe <laughs> so. put some musical numbers in there as well that would uh, be quite yeah. nice yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, honestly don't push me down that path if, <laughs> if I'm not thinking straight please don't push me down okay. that I don't want a twist well I was just thinking before that it would also be educational for some people because it was the, the, the people the younger people in this office there are a few had not been aware, aware of what it is or what had happened or when it happened at all yeah yeah so it'll be a good well i i knew about it but i didn't know the extent of it and i never really looked into it i mean you sort of learned about it at school but very briefly i think didn't you but like looking into it with all this stuff i was like wow it's unbelievable and the photographs there now and there's there's um they, they you know they talk about the wildlife there now is like thriving really much more in an environment without human beings but with radioactive Kind of oh really is that right poisoning yeah like um pollution than it would be with human wow. human pollution wow. so it's kind of crazy yeah wasn't die hard five said chernobyl <laughs> was it? i don't i'm sure it was really john mcclain i hope i'm is. not just still drunk and imagining this <laughs> i'm almost certain if it's not then that could be die hard six no i'm <laughs> almost yeah. certain that one of the die hard films was set wow. it not uh, not set it when the disaster happened. Right. Yeah, yeah. Set it after, now. Post. Ah. Yeah. Where, where it was a yeah. completely isolated area, and sure. I'm sure that I'm sure that's true. Can we check that? Yeah. Can we can check? check it? Di- just put Die Hard Chernobyl and just find out which yeah, Die Hard film. Did you actually feel because I see on the on press release where Stalin Skarsgård says that nobody would see it as a privilege to spend five months in a dilapidated nuclear plant? Mm. Where did you actually feel? Where did you actually? Well, film no, we filmed uh, a lot. They built a lot of the stuff in. Lithuania in Vilnius in Lithuania there was, there was a studio there and um, then we filmed some stuff in Ignalina which is a working power well actually it's a decommissioned now recently decommissioned power plant in just on the border of Latvia and Lith- Lithuania Okay. and they did do some stuff in Chernobyl but it was more like second unit kind of right. just like shots that they had to get but I don't think they sent any actors to Didn't Chernobyl want to risk no. I, d- I don't know is it, isn't it still locked off 
Yeah, you can go. You can go there. I think on TripAdvisor, it's like one of the um, main attractions when you get to Kiev. And you can you go can, in. Yeah, you can go, go and have they do tours. You can't go in, but you can. Because yeah. there was a Netflix show called Dark. Oh, Dark, dark Tourism. Dark I Tourism. That. I heard about that. So uh, yeah. And then there's a bit where they've got the boo, the buzzy thing, and it gets to a point where if it's going off the scale, they're like, okay, retreat, get out of it. There's actually you mean too guy, much. A Geiger counter. That sort of thing. That's yeah. not That's the thing. The buzzy thing. And then when it's when it's too high, and it's like they're like, okay, we'll get out of this area now. There's too much nuclear waste. Let's get out of here. Radioactivity. That's it. That's the one. So I watched it and I've nearly nailed the whole thing. But that's a good show, though. There's some people who like to go to some mad things. Why would you want to go and see this? I watched the one where they went to Pablo Escobar. Oh yeah. The people who do the Pablo Escobar tour, the sort of reenactments where they kind of like become part of the cartel. Is this a self-contained series or is this going to be... Is, well, self-contained, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's... Well, well no, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, if, I mean, if, if no, you're using characters within a show, you don't have to, like, yeah. off them all. You know, if it's, it could be a long... That's true, that's long true. It's five parts, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's five parts, yeah. yeah. It's self-contained and um, it kind of covers... So, in the first episode, you so you're sort of thrown right directly into the accident so it's kind of quite sort of deliberately disorienting in a way right, because yeah. you, you don't really know what's happened and and then broke my pen right, just, God, you did not speak, know speaking, your own strength. speaking of disasters oh <laughs> broke my pen I don't know if there's yeah. going to be a five part series about <laughs> that though seriously why sorry about God why do bad things happen <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm no, so sorry time. I really oh, God. Um, yeah and uh and then it kind of like charts the aftermath and the, the, the evacuation, the, the different parts of the community and the miners, the, the people in the plant. And then in the fifth episode, it kind of goes back and you see. Oh, right. Okay. So it plays the timeline and all that. Whilst there's a couple of things. Oh, that's nice. Okay. okay. So, yeah. It's really, um, it's really cleverly done, actually. And um, the guy, Craig Mason, who's written it, is amazingly because, I mean, he's, he did the Hangover, I think he did The Hangover 2, and then he did Snow White. Huntsman sequel, yeah, and then this, which is obviously kind of a bit of a departure, yeah, yeah. and it is really, really well. Well, the technicalities remain so. the same, don't they? In terms of actually when putting something together, yeah. so it's I guess maybe if you cut yeah. your teeth on yeah. Hangover, then Snow White, and go, yeah. you know what? Now I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's now do something actually worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a performer, as an actor. Mm. Is there a... Do you think there's a marked difference when you know something is self-contained? The reason I ask you if it's self-contained, because then I, I think when I observe the acting community now or the, com the comic community or whatever, people who create sitcoms or create dramas and all that sort of stuff, which invariably now, because of the way that networking works and because of the way that franchising mm. works and syndication certainly works, um, tends to be, right, there we go, that's our start. There's our first series, that's our start. Now, here's what we're planning for series two, three, four, five, six, seven, do you know what I mean? Mm. With that. And I think as a performer, someone who's employed within that beast, that, mm. you know, that, that machine, at what point are you allowed to go, hey, I did a great thing. Hey, I'm really proud of that work. Whereas, you know, if you're like, mm. oh, I wonder if I'll be in the second series, or I wonder where my character will develop, or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think... You never get to settle with what you're doing. I think that's so true. That's a good observation, actually, because I think, yeah, you're, you're like, because I've done a couple of series that have done a, a couple of series or one series and have got cancelled, yeah. and and you do, yeah, you sort of... It's you really hard because your head, also yeah. your head is in the future, and you want it to be kind of in the present doing what you have, but you're thinking... Am I? Where's this character going? Yeah. Where's this? Am I gonna be here, there, where? You know, and, and actually, it's yeah, it's hard to just enjoy the moments that you've got in the first story, and yeah. especially when the story doesn't 
close, yeah. you know, you don't have an end. So when something is, is certainly by design self-contained, yeah, that it's that must n- be it a, a is nice actually because you satisfying thing, I guess. Yeah, it's like doing a big massive movie. Yeah, that's what it is. And often, you know, I think like uh, Johan Rank, who directed these Chernobyls, he um, plural Chernobyls. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you know? We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there is a series too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Chernobyl, yeah. The, the bit, the actual secret. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he describes them as being you know films yeah and they are and i think yeah because it's five episodes it is like a big huge kind of epic feature yeah. film i think yeah if, if it was many many series it would become a different kind of thing but even a film would be you know would be liable to being continued in some way even if it was made as a one-off yeah, film. Exactly. Many films like yeah. paranormal activity was a one-off and then it was yeah. six and right, Blair Witch was a one-off. They're not real life things. No, but what I'm saying now, we're talking about we're not talking about the real not. life now. Now <laughs> we're, <laughs> yeah. we're talking about the Don't way so. the way that the industry works yeah. and the way that things go. Oh, that was good. Let's make more of them. Right. Mm. Um, and I think if something is by design self-contained, I think it's quite a positive. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. do. I think artistically, I think that's more sating as you, for you as an artist. I think that you you feel like okay, I've done that. That's that. That's what I had to say about that. Rather than going, oh, they're offering me two hundred grand to do another. Yeah, one. yeah. I think it must be really hard as someone creating those shows to to go and uh, you know with an idea of a series and and you know know that you have to kind of it has to be kind of extendable. Yeah. You know, is I think it must be really hard. because yeah. there is a desire to to do a, a middle and a beginning and an end. But, you know. but contrarily, I, th- I think there's there's a, a, a bizarre better sense of achievement if mm. you know that it. And I was concentrating mostly on people in it who don't have any say on whether it goes further yeah. or not, who are just contributors in the ensemble. Um, I, I just I would have thought that would have been a far more satisfying yeah, way of, is, of practicing yeah. your craft. It is. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you think about soap definitely. stars and you think, yeah. when, when can you ever sit back and go, job well done? Well, also sometimes <laughs> what happens in those series, in those you know the series that go on for three, four, five series, whatever, is you you end up doing something in a later series and you go, whoa, hang on a minute. If you go back to series one. Yeah. My character would never have made this decision and yeah. choice. It's like a different person, yeah, but you know the thing is nobody cares because nobody remembers. But you are a murderer. It's just now. because every yeah, it's yeah. just because everything is developing as it goes in a way. I mean, it's not like obviously the broad uh, story is probably all, all painted out already, but like the details and the details of the characters and things that happen, and sometimes the jigsaw doesn't quite match yeah, together. You yeah. know, so yeah, but in, in, it is satis- it is satisfying. Good, yeah. good. I hope, should hope so too. <laughs> it's um. I'm I'm sort of greatly looking forward to watching it. Like I said, I've got it on my planner and stuff, and I and I'm, I I have been, I've, I think I've been avoiding yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, don't maybe be, you I want to watch it in one. Oh really? No, no, wow. I wouldn't do you that. Do weekly? I wouldn't binge okay. it. No, it's I quite wouldn't. intense. Okay, it's it's good, but it's intense. I mean, I would say you could do two at a time. I watched all of This Is England '86 the other night, mm. all in one that's go. That's hard. That's hard in one go, right? Fuck me. Well, I watched all of Camping in one go, which probably had a similar the, the effect. British, the original, the, the Lena Dunham. Okay, because Lena, oh, right, Lena okay. Dunham oh, remade it. I was going to watch it, but it was already off the Sky Player, oh. so it was only like a couple of. It's, 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 I thought it was quite good. It didn't do that well in America. Right. It was cancelled, but the Julia Davis one is it's obviously it's a comedy, but it's intense. It's like everything she does. Have you oh seen that? Have you God, seen Sally characters. Forever? Then the, oh, the last one, bloody hell! Really oh yeah. my God. 
If I watched, yeah. that would be too, that would be too much to watch. In I watched all of it, but right. in one go, I think I wouldn't be able to. I've not hardly seen anything that Julia's done, other, other than Human Remains. You've not seen Nighty Night? No, I didn't. Oh, wow, you'd love that. Jill's one of the best characters. We've discussed this before. If yeah. I miss the first episode of something, yeah. to write off, it's gone. I, I find it really hard as well if people are raving about something. Yeah, same. If people are like, oh, it's amazing, it's, I find it really hard to go, I'm going to go and watch that then. Yeah. Mm. And then if I do watch it, I, I just to be completely awkward, awful person, I want to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like you. It's terrible. It's terrible. Really? I don't think I want to hate it. I don't think I want to hate it. No, no, I think for that reason, that's another reason I would avoid it. Mm. Like we talked about Fleabag the other week because there was a lad on who was in Fleabag. Yes. And I've never seen Fleabag because all of a sudden these people rave about right. it. Right. But there's not equally not people. But I don't want to go in and go, I bet I don't like it. I bet I don't like no. it. <laughs> no, but don't go in. Well, equally, there's a lot of people, um, I don't agree with it, saying, well, it's not it's not, it's not, not great because it's just full of posh people. Right. Like, it she doesn't have. And, but that, oh, she's, that might, that might but she's writing about what she knows, isn't she, yeah, Phoebe okay. Oliver? Yeah, the same yeah. way that she's writing Killing Eve, which is fantastic as well. Yeah, yeah. I think the she last is. thing I went into, Brilliant. determined to not like, was when it was happening yeah. at the time, was League of Gentlemen. And I was determined um, why? to not like it. Because I'd been the same uni as them. Oh, okay. And mm. all I'd heard was people telling furious me... furious that you weren't casting yeah, yeah. them. <laughs> no, no, but I wasn't. They left the year before I yeah. started that. But uh, all I ever heard was people saying, oh, they're brilliant, brilliant oh, they're yeah. fantastic. And I was like, I bet I'm fucking better than them. I bet, I bet, you, bet they're rubbish. But you watched But it's it. proper drama school yeah. kids showing off. <laughs> it's really it's that, Which you could argue yeah. that it is that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was one of them as well, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I was determined. I, t- I told you, I saw Steve Pemberton and, um, and Reese at that show. And I told him about it that I was oh, determined, yeah, you did, yeah. determined to hate them, which isn't a great introduction. No, really. it's not the nicest thing. <laughs> you know, How would you say feel? someone? Do you know, I'd never you... like. I never wanted right. to like you. <laughs> How would you feel if you came into an interview and said, "Look, I've been through things you're in. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't really want to like you or your stuff, but you seem all right." That's not a nice way to start. I think that's someone. But it'd be a nice achievement. But you'd feel like you achieved something if you, you made them like you. you know, I guess. Win them over, yeah. It wasn't just disingenuous yeah. going. Oh yeah, it's better. Than, it's better than the other way around. Being like, I'm going to love that person, and then they leave, and you just think they're a complete. Totally cunt. that. Exactly. And also, how many times? Swore on radio because I told I was. I told I was told I could do that. Yeah. It felt good. Nah. Mm. How many times have I said to a guest to their face when I saw that you were on the show? I was like, oh god. I've done that loads of times. You have. Danny Tourette. I said it to him. Danny Tourette. Danny. Donny Torrette. whatever he's called. Donny Torrette's so nice. We've had him on a few times, haven't we? And I really liked him. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, Do you remember Donny Torrette? No, I don't. Okay. Sorry. I just thought, because one, one of the films you like in, isn't it? You'd be in Kick-Ass too. Oh, what that I like? Yeah. Well, you, you, when we had uh, we had the Union J boy on, who's oh, in they filmed their video. Yeah, and they, but they, they didn't filmed their video. It was really weird. They kind of like came at the end of a day's filming yeah. and took over the space and filmed a video. They didn't really know. They, they, he, he had no idea. They had no idea what, it was going in the happened. film. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> he yeah. talked about that. They didn't really know it was going in well, the yeah, film. It was, it was nice. Film, like, it was in that him. brilliant scene yeah. where they, the yeah. girls had, you know. What were you in Kickass too? I played Insect Man, who was the. I remember that. He was like the gay superhero, right? Um, who, yeah, it was just now. Are you gay one yourself? One of the shit superheroes. Am I gay myself? Yeah. I mean, I I can I can be. No, that's <laughs> for pain. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I put this song on. <laughs> yeah. um, that song that I played at the beginning of the show, the when the Saints, from that's Kick-Ass. from Kickass too. And then Kick-Ass the, so- the one you played before, you used to be the Go Team one. The, yeah, that was from Kickass as yeah. well, wasn't yeah. it? It's always been the yeah. theme of the show yeah. from Kickass. Yeah, but I didn't really. I love the, the comic first, books. Really love the comic books of Kickers. Yeah, the first one I thought was. I really, I mean, I really like them both. But the second one was directed by a guy who was really like super fan of it. And was it okay? It was. It was good. It was. Um, it was good fun. I mean, I, I actually was wearing. We we wore these kind of lycra suits because we were part of this kind of gang with Jim Carrey who. Yeah. Who disowned it later on? 
Did yeah, he? because he didn't like all the. Yeah, he disowned the, the film. It was why? Weird. It was why? A weird thing to do. I think it was the start of him complete. This is how I read uh, it. Uh, yeah. I think it was the start of him completely reassessing everything in his life. I, I think he just reassessed everything, and some things became peripheral damage. Yeah. I can't remember him in Classical damage is the word. Yeah. Why did, what was he his... was the lead villain in it, really. In two? In Kick-Ass 2, yeah. What was his reason for disowning it? Well, he's, he's, he didn't like the violence in it, it but I'm like... I mean, well, he read the script, but, though, right? But also, he was a huge fan of the first film because yeah. he... I think it was Aaron Taylor-Johnson's birthday or something like that. I think he... No, I can't remember. He went dressed as Kick-Ass somewhere anyway mm. and um, loved the film and then mm. did the second one and but then didn't condone the violence. It was mm. really but, weird. But it, but what, it, he might have just been ill-advised. Well, know, I don't know, but maybe it was just the truth. Maybe he was told not to say it, and he's like, no, I want mm. to say this. Yeah. I think whenever your reappraisal, I think this happens to everyone in their life, whenever your reappraisal happens, where you go, I might be wrong about some things. I might be... If it's just inconveniently in the PR, you know, the promotion of a film, mm. what can you do? Just like swallow it, or just go? Well, this is how I feel about it now. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've changed my mind on this completely. So I presume when he yeah. filmed it, he didn't feel that. Mm. But in the interim period, yeah. which is quite a long time. Yeah, that's they, true. They just well, thought, also maybe seeing and seeing the film as well. Yeah, yeah. Seeing and it was a violent film. Yeah, you know, twice about it, and there yeah, wasn't yeah, certainly. It was, yeah. uh, Within the media, an increase in gun crime, and there was an increase in yeah, that's true. That yeah, sort of that thing. kind of moment. Yeah, that's true. So I just yeah. thought this might yeah. not be a good thing to do. Right. Yeah, but I don't necessarily agree with him. But that was if that's his take, that's yeah. his take, isn't it? It's just mm. truthful. Anyway. Oh, we've, we've gone. It was, it, was, it was weird filming with him actually. In in I remember in Toronto, in the middle of this busy street, in a night shoot, in a, you know basically the kind of strip where people go out in in Toronto. Yeah, um, like filming with him in the middle of the street. Unbelievable! People just like driving past, like screaming out their window at Jim Carrey, like yeah. catchphrases from his like film. And how was he? And with some that? people literally just hurling abuse at him as well. Right. Um, he was alright. He was like in his own thing. He just like yeah, he didn't seem to come up with it. But it was like it was like whoa, like really weird. I'm really fond of him. Very hard. Oh, to focus. have you read that where he talked about Tommy Lee Jones couldn't stand him on the set of the Batman film they did together? No. And they were in a restaurant, and, um, and he says about. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones coming up and just tells him like I, I'm not a fan of you mm. I don't like you at all yeah it was really awkward there, there's that thing isn't there um, Becoming Andy is it called I think, yeah, Andy Andy thing, I yeah. think that's amazing it's a that really film. interesting film isn't it yeah. Yeah. it's a documentary about well, the, the film, thing about right? that Becoming Andy film is that it was like a legend mm. within the making of Man on the Moon it's like well did this actually happen or not and Bob Zamuda was like no we filmed it we just weren't allowed to release it mm. You know, we did this documentary at the same time. That was part of the deal of it actually happening. Right. And then I think it was Kerry or Kerry's people or whoever just said that's that's never going out. And mm. then with Jim having this whatever he's had, this you know, renaissance or this complete reappraisal of everything, uh, and then he was interviewed within that film. Now, mm. retrospectively, I thought it was incredible. I right. really did. And I, everyone I spoke to about it, or many people I spoke to about it, have said he was such a dick. He, he like, came across so bad. I was like, I thought he came across brilliantly. <laughs> Like, you know I, I, he was supposed I, to be I, a dick, wasn't he? He was supposed to be that a dick. Was yeah. so that was so funny to me. It yeah. was so funny to me. I thought I was going to yeah, really hate that, but actually, at the end of it, I thought, well, that, that was like really quite a cool film, actually. And, yeah. and totally in yeah. line with Kaufman as well. You know, it was totally mm. in line with what, yeah. how his behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. That yeah. was good. He's like, actually, I like the TV series, um, the comedy series he did with the Michelle Gondry one that was just on Sky Atlantic, which I can't remember the name of right now, but he was excellent in that oh. as well. Oh. <clears throat> oh, I started watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's really he plays good. the children. I, th I the forgot, children, I forgot the clown. what it's called. Yeah, what is it called? Because I watched the whole thing as well. Is anyone? Because I'm not there be tapping on a keyboard. Oh, right. What's it called? Not crashing. That's that's it's something ink. Oh, I can't remember. Ink. Oh god. Ink. Something ink. 
It's not Grrr. kidding. Kid- is it kidding? Yeah, kidding. Kidding. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, <coughs> it was good, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, he was I, I, really I, I good. Didn't, in I didn't. Uh, it lost me a bit. Ah. Uh, a little bit. So yeah, with Frank Langella being his um, dad. Really, all oh, really good cast. Judy Greer. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I enjoyed it for a yeah. bit, and I wasn't. I thought it was. Too but he flowery. was really good in it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But was he miscast? Oh, I don't know who well, would do know. it instead. Mm. I didn't feel like he was miscast. Uh, for me, it was too, it was too much like Andy Kaufman as well. Oh, I see. That, that's right. What I, okay. I was like, oh, yeah. you're, you're too I known for the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. We've well, gone anyway, right around the house. So, we've discussed a lot, but Chernobyl uh, is on Sky on Tuesday, the 7th. No, am I reading off the screen? Tuesday, 7th, mate. It's already on. It's been past yeah. that, isn't it? It's on yeah. every Tuesday yeah, at 9 pm. Yeah, I was just Tuesday, trying to read, yeah. like, the. On Sky Atlantic, right? Because it hasn't got yeah, a channel Sky on Atlantic, it. Sky Atlantic, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it started when, last week. Yeah, started, so this yeah. is the third episode that's going out this you week. No, the second. This is the second episode No, the third out. one. This is next Monday when this, this is, is going out. Oh, oh, yes. oh, my God. So it's the third this episode. <laughs> but it's all on catch-up, and you've got two more after that. I on... really liked Robert up until that point. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm like, guys, you're <laughs> doing okay. this completely I wrong. I feel like you've really ruined the magic of this. Um, yeah, it's on anyway, isn't it? It's on well, it'll all be on catch-up, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're going to get it. Yeah. Illegally download not the it whole thing. Don't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Definitely don't. It's actually not all available as a box set. You've got Sky. You just illegally download it. That's what, that's what Robert said. No, I, don't I'm, do that. I'm definitely joking. Don't yeah. do that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we look forward to series two. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I will not be in that. Might have a superpower. You never know. We can bring it all back into Kick-Ass and all that. <laughs> um, really love chatting with you, man. You thank do, you. yeah. Thank thanks for having thank me. Thank you for tolerating us. <laughs> I'm crucifying Jesus. I'm banging in the nails, and I am so happy because old Jesus failed. I'm crucifying Jesus. I kneel him for the cross. The poor old bastard bleeds to death, and I don't give a toss. I bang. Yeah, I'm banging in the nails. That was Meatloaf. You're listening to Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. She says, it's not you, it's me. I need a little time, a little space, a place to find myself again, you know. Oh, yeah. I know good- oh, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a long time. I've not heard enough of it. I'd like to hear that two or three times before the end of the show. Right. I again. Again. Well, it's, it's up to you. I mean, we've got a guest in the studio. Oh, well, not but... now. I mean, after, after <laughs> our next Slightly rude, left. isn't it, to say, Sorry. well, much as we're happy that you're here, can we just play that same song all over again? You, yeah, don't know, you don't know Jimmy now, is you, Joe? Not really. It rings a bell. Are you young? How young are you? I'm 30 years old. You should know so, Jimmy Nail. Uh, why? Good question. Because he was... It's Joe Sutherland, by the way. Um, because <laughs> he was, like, dead famous in your lifetime. But when was he? La- when was the last thing he did on TV? Was it Crocodile Shoes? I don't know. And I'm sure that would have been... You'd have been... I, but I don't well, really Why do I know that. him? I'm, I'm 24. How do I yeah. know him? <laughs> but then also in terms of like tribal genre, where, where, where is he sitting? It's quite... So oh, I was well, raised well, on I old, old Hollywood and camp yeah. classics. No, 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 no
mm-hmm. who also did music and stuff. Yeah. So he's kind of a latter day Judy Garland in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> in that he appears on camera. Yeah. And done, and done a song. And done a song. Yeah, Fair so maybe more Liza Minnelli because I'm sure he did like big concerts and he stuff. He did. No, 1994 was Crocodile Shoes. You probably won't remember that. I know pa- this is a, I'm, I'm putting a battery in something. He's put a battery in something. In 2008, he, he did something called Parents of the Band, which I don't remember that. Do you remember that? I should I say, you, Joe, we do this an awful lot. We bring people in as guests and then we just talk people. about someone else. <laughs> Please no, don't think it's don't just you. That. We do no, it regularly about most people. Um, we're chatting about your show, Sour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you saw him um, taking is it, a sip. Is it French? It's for the French. Huh? Edinburgh, oh, for, for the, the Edinburgh Fringe. Fringe, yes. Yes, unfortunately so. Why unfortunately? <laughs> oh, mate, it's just it's work, isn't, shit, it? isn't it? You don't get into this life for, for having to actually shit. expend any energy. Yeah, it's I a long that. time a month, isn't it? We can all... Do you know what I was thinking the other day? And I think I've been guilty of this in my life, but I'd like to, again, we've got Jim Carrey reappraising everything. I'd mm-hmm. like to reappraise now. I think for a long time I towed the line on the idea that being a comedian is a difficult job. And I think now mm-hmm. I would like to go, it, it really wasn't. What, why was it not? It's a lot to write really with a new was, show every year. It's, and it's, it's, it's no harder than any job yeah. at all. Okay. The reality of that is that. Well, except that in this job you have to go to Edinburgh and get in a, spend a lot of money that you, you won't recoup. Yeah, you could not, I guess. You could not now. Yeah. yeah, okay. But it's part and parcel of the gig, isn't it? You know, it's, the things go to the fringe. I guess the thing with the fringe, where that's unfair is because you don't get ultimately paid for it. For the, you know, do you know what I mean? The workload you put in. Well, it's very rare that you would get, you know, you would get any, rep- uh, what's the word? Re- Recognition? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no, you that. definitely get that. You've already got that, Joe. Now would you say this is harder? <laughs> we compensate having well, to I, search for the words. Yeah, well I, I like I do this and I will whine. So I got up this morning and I went into my garden, it was beautifully sunny and stuff, and I sat down mm, and I had lovely. a cup of tea. And I was like, I can't fucking be arsed going down to so that. He's like, got to be here for like I so quarter to one. I don't want to go. Quarter to one. Yeah, yeah. But there we go. But, but I work from yeah, home. You that's do. Where so I work. So it's, that's what makes it. It's hard to work from home and then leave the house, But the reality no is I come down here on a train that takes me an hour and a half. Yeah. I come straight into the studio. I do a two-hour show. I have 40 minutes really free. And then I do another two-hour show. And then I get on a train and go home. And, yep. I'm, and I'm paid nicely for that, really. So... That's not that hard. No, it's really not. In reality. No. But, you, but chatting and keeping your head going that yeah, time that's is. Good, yeah. I just choose not to do it. <laughs> I just <laughs> shit for you two hours, You just came in today hours. and said you were hungover, but then you think you might still be drunk on gin now. He's not hung, sure which. I'm hungover and I didn't realise I'd got drunk. Has that happened? I had a really, a really, a gin. That, and even when I was drinking, I was like, this is very strong. Right. And it was like 70-something percent proof, wasn't it? Oh, this is off the back of yesterday. This was last one drink. Last Late night. last night, one drink. Oh, one yeah. One gin. I mean, you're not a big drinker anyway, no. so it's not like, you know, if you came in and said I had four glasses of wine, I'd fall off my chair. But you yeah. had one and gin and tonic sounds about right for him to be pissed. But, so what, but, what, but what I'm saying is, is I would still say, oh, I've had a hard day today, I'm knackered yeah. and all that. And I am, and I yeah. will be knackered when I get home. But when you put it into reality, it's no harder than anyone who's been doing nine to five today. No? It's not, really. Well, I think it'd be hard for you because you you're doing your show at ten past ten, which means you've got the full day work at the end of the day. 
but that becomes your daytime. So you switch around what time you get up, what time you go to bed? Uh, I would, but I have a life partner who is one of those real early morning chipmunks. Oh, no. Like Can you bend 6.30, 6.45. Do they have to come with you? No. Well, no, he does have to come, yeah. Uh, he don't, why? why? <laughs> no, no, he has to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to feed me. Well, uh, no, well oftentimes, and, you know, I've, I was a comic for a long time, and I can I could name names, and I probably won't, because I don't want to give that an editing job in don't the week. Don't do that, yeah. But I could, I could name you comics who dumped their partners before the fringe. <laughs> oh God, why? What, and then picked up after four weeks later. Sometimes, wow. sometimes, not always, but certainly for the freedom of, of the fringe to, to, to go. Well, I don't want to have a partner when I'm at the fringe. Just an eleven-month contract. Wow, just give me that renewable. month off. I, I could, could name you next. Shall I just say one? No, 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 no. Well, you you could say, say it. Can't, no, no, can't no. you then bleep it if it's a pre-record? I'd oh, no, just cut it out. To be honest, you could say it now. I'll make oh, a note. But it isn't, isn't, isn't it much more fun to come up with a bleep sound? Yeah, I could tell and you then one. Drop it in. Like, right, say who it is. Say who it is. I'll bleep it. I could tell you one who did a whole tour. Making a note on the time. I could tell you what. I could tell you one comic who did a whole tour. And um, and had his misses there with him a lot on that tour, and then when the tour ended, dumped her. What? Right what? at the end. That's a bit. I could tell you one of them. So he took his long-term girlfriend. I think it was relative. to Edinburgh well, relatively. for that month. No, not Edinburgh. A tour, oh, oh, a tour. A tour. Oh, and then yeah. dumped her after that because he, because he was going to Edinburgh. No, it wasn't nothing. Oh, to do with I know Edinburgh. who you mean. I know who you mean. Edinburgh, I actually know who you mean now you've said that because I've heard this story before. Have you? Yeah, not by you, actually, by sent by another comedian. Really? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is ringing a bell, actually. It's this good, gets it? around, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. gossip, this, isn't it? But I've also. Well, I've got a set. Let me just. Oh, me, God. On, wait, wait. So let's. Just so you don't have to do any editing. Yeah. Right? Let me just work this out. You chat for a second. Okay. You too. All right. But your life partner, you're, you're committed to post Edinburgh after he's cooked for you. He'll uh, still be. Yeah, definitely. That's very presumptuous that it's a man. Very presumptuous. Is, well, I knew I knew that it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fine that it is. Okay. But I'm just presumptuous that it was. Well, but I knew I knew that Joe. I knew that Joe. Was I saying. think Joe was being deliberately vague. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> right, hang on a sec. I'm going to put this on and put our mics down. We had a t- uh, two, uh, two to one split decision. We did. Some of it's one of us got it right. Was. One me, of us me got and it Nat said it we was. We knew we got it and, right. Um, Joe thought it was someone else. Which you might be right about. Too. Might be right. You might, might be right. right. Would be plausible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how many friends have you done? This will be my third solo show there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what did you, did you do package shows before that? Uh, yeah, the Pleasance Reserve. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Few, uh, 2015, I think it was. Yeah. And how? So, how did you find that as a developing thing? To go from a package show into doing your own solo shows, is is it? Are you following the? Because that is a that would be a received wisdom way of doing it. To go up there with a shorter spot and mm-hmm. then to go back yourself and is it yeah. consecutive years? Uh, no, I had a year off in between. Okay. I guess it sort of it, it at least teaches you about endurance. If you're going to be there as a newbie comic doing a short spot and yeah. doing the whole month, then you're like, oh, it's a long month. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's obviously it's a properly different experience to just doing your own thing because also the only way you're really going to get anything out of it is if you work throughout that month if you know each night you think actually that needs this lifting this tweaking i can cut that bit actually like don't be so precious yeah Mm. um i think it feels longer when you're in a package show i think i think the fringe actually feels longer 
Mm-hmm. What's a package show? It's I mean, when you're on with other comics. And okay. both, like the comedy, I did the comedy zone years and years ago. And so you'd be on for like, what, half an hour then? 20, 20, 20 tops, minutes, really. Okay. Yeah, sometimes they might, so if it's one that's like curated, they yes. might pick for up-and-comers. Right, um, is that by agents and stuff that pick it, or is it well, uh, the, the Comedy Zone used to be Avalon's right. flagship show, but many, many people, I don't think it even runs anymore, The Zone, I think The Zone's finished now, but it ran for many, many years, with every fucker did it, mm-hmm. who did The Zone. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd done three Edinburgh's when I did The Zone, but okay. I'd, done, I'd been in a sketch show, so it wasn't, I'd not done stand-up at the Fringe when I did The Zone. I see. But I found it The Zone longer because there was less to do. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm just doing 20 every night often longer because it was last show of the night in the Pleasant Cabaret Bar and you could just overrun if you wanted to and I was on last so I, I could overrun <laughs> but generally speaking I find it quite quite a frustrating whilst enjoyable experience but I find it quite frustrating because you're like oh I want to stretch my legs longer than this mm. and it's making this run feel longer because I'm doing less mm-hmm. on the stage so I, th- I think there is a it's, it's massively different I think doing a solo show yeah and far more nourishing uh, yeah, I, suppo- I suppose it's just more rewarding spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a personal show? Uh, don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking better hurry up. Oh, shut up. It's only um, May, you're all right. You've got the title. Only May. Oh. I saw someone whining on Twitter the other day about accommodation, and I was like, what the fuck? Why are you only looking for your accommodation now? Oh, I saw that, and then it was really expensive, like, re- like about 10 grand or yeah. something they were charging. And they Should were have been booked in December, mate. Right. Well, then how do people that are punters go there? If you want to, just, if, you know, I get the comedian's got to stay somewhere, but can't. you just can't <laughs> yeah, stay anywhere. You just, you, you're not there for the month, are you? So you just accept you're paying two or three hundred quid a night for a hotel because you're going to the front. They'd be sold out, wouldn't they? Like everywhere would be sold out, I presume. Sort of. Wow, okay. So I did see a comedian. Well, I saw a comedian, can't remember which one, saying, um, you know, if this doesn't change soon, Edinburgh will be cancelled or whatever, or no one will do it. It just means that people are quicker off the mark to get their accommodation sorted. Right, yeah. So book it in August the fi- as you're leaving. Yeah, Say yeah. same time next year, yeah, please. Definitely. Good tip, Joe. Good tip. If your accommodation sorted. Yeah. Who are you going with? I actually have family connections, oh. so I, I get to circumvent that whole. That's exactly what you need. Yeah. Move one of your family to. I had an ex there one year. She let me stay at her house. Even home when, home. even when you were an ex. Rent free. Yeah, that's fine. Oh friends. wow. That's good. Yeah. Isn't it? Rent free. Sweet. Month. Yeah. Best nice. one. That's my best one. Yeah, though. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you not know what your show is yet? Uh, no, I, I sort of do. It's just like go, I want to, you know, make it uh, better and okay. longer than twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you genuinely at that stage? Though? Is that uh, it's it's at the stage where I've like I've got bits and thoughts and stories and punchlines and a bit where people go, <gasps> and then after that, I'm like, yeah. So what do you want after? Yeah. After that, people, can you just tell me what you mm. need to relieve well, you need that to feeling shove all of? That. <gasps> into the last 20 minutes <laughs> so what you're looking to right now is your first 40 it's the first 40 <laughs> yeah. um, no and I am doing that it's about so it's about regrets and uh, and a sort of nostalgia and comebacks mm-hmm. so that's and what's so on your press release so that's good. correct that's that good. is correct yeah <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, basically, this will be my third year writing a good chunk of the show about the Spice Girls because <laughs> they decided to come back mm-hmm. and I felt like that mm-hmm. was just a sign from the universe that I right. wasn't finished with them yet. Were you a big fan? 
Oh, massive. Was she? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So four of them, they're, they're sad about Victoria, not... I am sad about mm. that, and I know she didn't exactly carry any of the weight, but you still mm. need... The five, the original. You need the whole five, otherwise it's just the four poorest Spice Girls <laughs> kind of... Well, doing karaoke. Jerry's, <laughs> Jerry's, not, it's Jerry's married to a very uh, a formula Christian True, that's but got she's money. Trapped. He's got money and she's yeah. trapped. Yeah. Oh, did you mean poor as in financially poorest? Yeah, I mean, okay. you know, Emma's doing all right, actually. She's got yeah. um, an ethical nappy business. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Is she really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? What's Mel C up to? Uh, Mel C tours and DJs. Oh. Uh, she works with um, a drag troupe, Sink the Pink. I saw her come on stage last year at Mighty Hoopla with yeah. Sink the Pink. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And then they said about, and you said the Spice Girls wouldn't get back together, is what she said at the time on stage with them. Oh, but she would have known. She knew. Then she as knew. Well. She ah. knew. And then Mel B's going on chat shows talking about having an affair with Jerry. Yeah, with what Jerry Harrywell. 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 She went on the Piers Morgan the P- show to say that she'd had an, uh, a one night stand or a bit of a fling with Jerry. And of course, Jerry uh, is slightly p- portrayed herself now as being a good kind of housewife in the country. Now she's married to a, a nice man and she wasn't very happy with Mel B. What is that? Where does that? Where does that compromise her? Well, she's got her country pile, isn't she? Now she's very chaste. She's she's not wearing the the Union Jack dress. She said on stage on this tour, she's ditched that and stuff. So she's very she's like, Tory enough Remember when now. Madonna married Guy Ritchie and she went all tweed and she had to check everything with Guy? There was that period. <laughs> That's Jerry now. That is that she's, she's doing she's doing country mum drag. Mm. That's very right. Much yeah. Her yeah, yeah. Is identity now. so so given the conversation we just had, is Lizzie Cundy's show absolutely necessary now? What do you think we've got the show biz covered here? Surely that's all it is, isn't it? Is we it don't do this, no, but there's always breaking news. There's hot news in the world of showbiz. Well, we don't well, cover that. I don't see why we can't do that. Oh, so we want to cover the latest oh, on Love Island. Joe's a roving reporter. Oh, yeah, he, he could, could give us a Spice Girls update every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some other stuff. Yeah. I'm not, okay, all right. Well, we'll have a showbiz section on this show then. I can't <laughs> wait for that. I think there's ways that you could trim the finances of this <laughs> station. Mind you, you don't watch anything. You've got no idea any of the people we'd be talking about. That's exactly what you need within a show. You don't want everyone knowing everything. You want somebody to be the voice of the listener to say, well, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. All right. Do you know? Do you watch any of the reality type shows? Uh, Sometimes. Name some people to Ian, and we'll see who he knows. Oh, uh, Megan Barton is that? Megan Barton Hanson. Barton Hanson. Yeah, it's a good name, isn't it? What's she from? Of the Pennsylvania Hansons. (laughs) No, where where were those lads from? Those little lads that look like girls. Oh yeah, Hanson. I don't know where they're from. The (laughs) The the little lads, the little girls, they 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 were such pretty girls. They were beautiful, weren't they? I mean, they're beautiful men now, but like, yeah, they were very attractive. Yeah, very pretty. Do you remember? I don't even know if this was true or not, but I was told at the time and decided to believe it that a lot of their concerts the drummer couldn't do the whole concert so he had to mime drumming a lot of the time and even then they had to have uh, put intervals in their show or they had to cut their show short because he got too tired yeah, <laughs> because he was a, 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 he was a baby he was, he was a, a little, little boy baby. wasn't he yeah no wonder oh, his arms got tired more like contractually you know when you have kids on set and they oh, they no, have to clock know, off and no. be replaced to be shot from behind well, it, by a small person it could have been that yeah. so it could have uh, been that but the story I was told was that he got too tired drumming so they had to cut all their shows oh. <laughs> they were from Tulsa by the way in Oklahoma Hanson were they religious they look like they might be like some sort of weird religious cult Amish maybe yeah no they're not not a religious cult I quite like them good save Uh, Um, but I I wondered if they were perhaps some sort of like oh from actual cult like the They look the like Kool-Aid that, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And the, well, like when the, um, not that this is a cult either, when the Jonas Brothers first came out, they had those those chase rings chastity to rings, chastity yeah. ring, which they then abandoned quietly a few years later. Yeah, and were God, like, no, they we're were so it. corruptible, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they really the were. They really were. This is like, we're doing brilliant show for this story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're on about, but... The Jonas I, but Brothers, I remember you know that? I remember Umbop. 
No, that was, so, that's not them. <laughs> so that's that's Hanson. That's Hanson. That's my contribution to the show, because I'm sort of steering the ship. Well, sorry, I was thinking about the Amish thing. They don't have electricity, so they wouldn't hear this anyway, would they? They don't have it. They might have a wind-up. Ah, uh, the, wind, the wind-up wind up internet, internet radio. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey-powered. Mm. <laughs> going around a circle so in the village going. square. Keep going. Well, I don't, I don't fully understand what Amish is, right? But what I do understand from it on an uneducated point of view I think I would like it well, you would like it because you are quite hermit like yeah, yeah, and yeah. you would have no access to the internet electricity yep. cars they have horse I barely and have it in my house anyway because I'm so out of the way right and so you'd be around on a horse and cart you've got to work the fields which you've got near your house anyway <sighs> I don't work the fields though do I well you just get used to that well, can you, well, you can write you just have to write on a typewriter or a notepad and pen love that you still do that you love just that wouldn't idea. have a computer okay mm. well maybe you should think about becoming Amish can I have um, them tippy up salt things instead of clocks Oh, the sand, the sand thingy, yeah, sand, sand timer. Yeah, I'd like. Time. How does that work? Oh, I can only think of a time turner, but that's out of Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> it's like that. Same idea. Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. think of the egg thing? Like an egg timer. Egg that's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. What it is. But it's for twenty-four hours. Um, isn't it? I could happily work on a typewriter, no problem at all. I'd happily go without TV and stuff like that. You couldn't blow dry your hair. I can. Can I read? Am I allowed to read books? Yeah, you're Perfect. allowed to read books, just not I on think a Kindle. You can read the book. Not on a Kindle. Oh, is it that? oh yeah. the bu- the B the B book. Maybe, yeah. You also have to speak oldie-fashioned-y Dutch. I do that on my own at home oh, anyway. Actually, I think you're wrong about the book because there's a there's a bit of a thing. I watched a documentary about how there's this some saucy brilliant. Amish. This you know, like Mills brilliant. and Boone. Like the, brilliant um, radio, this. What do you call her? Fifty Shades of Grey Lazy. But they do some more chaste ones for, like, love stories within the Amish community. Very <gasps> popular. So you could read some of them. Like Amish porn? Yeah, well, sort of porn for them. Yeah, yeah. Pictures or not? Yeah, pictures, but, you know, but not naked pictures, I don't think. We can't we be counting a beard. I would think so because you're not going to be able to... But I couldn't like just read Star Wars comics and stuff. I I think you might be able to. I think there could be a loophole there. There's you no might have to have uh, sourced them on your gap year because you get a gap year. You get springer. a r- springer. springer. They're called. Yeah. Mm. What's that? Rum- oh, it's it's basically where you decide of an age and you go away for your rum springer to see if you want to come back and become fully part of the Amish community and the Mennonites as well. It's a similar thing. Yeah. And it, lots of people go away on this rum springer have the time of their life go wild and then never come back. But then others go, actually, I've had my year off or two years sometimes. I'm back to dedicate my so life. So it's, it's a time to push hedonism and then... Go for yeah. everything. Go for broke. See what you want to do. And then could you go back and join and then go, do you know what? I think I need another one of them rum spring. I don't things. think... I think you get a one. I think you get one I rum. I think you get the one. Yeah, one. I don't know if you're allowed a and t on a Sunday night, though, to be honest. I'm not bothered about that, though. Okay, I'm not fine. addicted to it or anything fine, like that. Fine. I'm not, you know, just so happened I had one. But... I think I could end up being Amish. Would I still be able to do this show? No. Okay, that's another good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, well, that's exciting. Who would have thought that at the beginning of this interview, that you, you would sway me into the you Amish community? you become Amish. This is exciting. And be our roving showbiz reporter <laughs> by <laughs> the end of it. Do we have any... Are they British Amish? Because I'd like to get one on the show, but I don't know if they'd be allowed to be, right? Just is so we not, could talk about it. Is it not geographically specific? I don't know. It has to be, does it? I think it's a mindset. Is it? Yeah, I think. Like I think being yeah, working class. <laughs> yeah. You live Just in the like country. You could be the first Amish in Norfolk. I could start my own Amish community. Yeah, right. Got a big garden. Yeah, but how long till I do, do one of them? What the Jim Jones drink the Kool Aid type? No, thing. do you know what I mean? Yeah, how, how long till my? Oh, she's pretty. Oh, oh, that kind of do. I oh, thought you meant like. And then we fall in love, and it's like, oh no, it's a cult. It's a sex cult. Yeah, how long before I set good. up an Amish community that ends up being a sex cult for me doing nothing wrong? Well, that sounds all right. You're the leader. I think if anyone's I, I having a good time, I don't want to ever be problem? a Netflix documentary. <laughs> I just don't want to be there. <laughs> um, was that good enough promotion for your show, Sour? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Well, we're up, we're up. <laughs> you got a while. I think that sold your show pretty well. What? Yeah, it's about all of those things, basically. Right. Third to the 25th. Why are you not doing the 12th? Because that's a Monday. It's nice to have a Monday off oh, in the middle. Oh, God, I'm so fucking Doesn't want to do the 12th. Do the show. At the Banshee it, Labyrinth. You'll you lose your mojo. Yeah, you, I know. You, you'll lose I know it's momentum. happened for the last two years. Yeah, you lose momentum. Just do, do it. Okay, gone. so you are there. We've confirmed you are there on the 12th now. That's the <laughs> third time. <laughs> yeah, book the 12th. Book the 12th yeah. Everyone go for the 12th because he will be there. It'll be his best show of the month. You've got a proper look of, and I don't mean this as an insult, you've got a proper look of Spock, haven't you, in your publicity post? Oh, great. No, I, 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 but it's a striking look. Sort of emotionless. Ah. Um, <laughs> incapable to, of attachment. No, I just meant physically. <laughs> just, physically <laughs> just the eyebrows and the hair. That's all I meant. And right. the chiseled look. Yeah, that's nice. Not the dog. Is that your dog? No, that's so. I've got a picture of me here where I'm holding a, a dead, pretty little fluffy dog. I'm not even a dog person. Um, I just, but I really appreciate the aesthetic of Paris Hilton. Yeah, that is what yeah, I was channeling yeah, yeah. here. It's so a great I image. Just borrowed a little fluffy dog mm. called yeah. Mochi, who is uh, who is a f- semi-famous dog. Actually, right. they've got their own Instagram page that's getting it's growing because their owner is an agent to many of the Strictly Come Dancing dancers. And so they get photographed with those dancers and they get liked by a load of Strictly fans. And it's uh, basically it's the way it's the way to be an entrepreneur these days is buy an inbred pretty little dog that can barely breathe (laughs) and get it on Instagram. (laughs) I've genuinely enjoyed chatting with you. (laughs) (laughs) I I genuinely wish you the very, very best with your show. Sour at the Edinburgh Fringe at the Banshee Labyrinth. Cinema Room, 3rd to 25th of August, not, not 12. 12. Not 12, 10 past 10. However, the culmination of this interview, from what you're saying that, has just made me conclude that the world is fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the world, the world of entertainment mean? is fucked. <laughs> Absolutely That's ridiculous. fucked. That dog will never appreciate that fame. I'm going to start a campaign to have that dog put down. No! <laughs> I, think that, no. I think that dog should be put down no, no, for, no. The good of artistic, for the good of artistic creation. Just get it off Instagram. I'd have to put it down. No, I think it's only... I think if people know that it's still alive... <laughs> Oh my. They will always cling to this you cult. Able, I don't know if Amish people are allowed guns or stuff like that. I'm shoot it. What are you going to do? Just put it in a sack. Can't drive it. Can't put drive it in a sack it. and chuck it against oh, the wall. They are allowed to do that. Oh, That's what I thought. No. Um, it's been lovely chatting with you, man. And I really, Thanks. genuinely have a good Edfringe.com for tickets. Um, I'm going to put Waterloo by Abra now, seeing as they were completely artistically incredibly corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, hang on. I can't play fucking Abba. I think Abba are dreadful. See, listen, to, see, they, this is they're just unprepared. They're unprepared constantly. I'm going to play this instead. Again, they're getting some PRS out of us today, aren't they? Yeah, that's a good song. I hope they're doing all right. 
They're still going. Every day I love you less and less. And do you think we need to pay PRS for um, ABBA? Because I don't think I played long enough. What, how much did you play? About 20 seconds. Oh, okay. Maybe a bit longer. Do you not like Waterloo? I don't like ABBA. Do you like ABBA? No, okay. I really don't. They That's funny. I was thinking earlier, I don't know anyone that doesn't like ABBA. Well, you do. But now I've met you. In fact, Nothing. I, have a, I think I have an active dislike for them. There's not a single song you like by ABBA? No. No. I think they're terrible. Okay. All right. Why? Don't know. No, I wouldn't see. go as far as calling for their death. Don't. <laughs> but if I ever heard that they died, I wouldn't be like, oh no. She's weird because you loved M- Mamma Mia 1 and 2 so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange that you're not. I'll never watch them films. No, I'd love it if you I just will like... never watch them films ever. Even if they're brilliant, I will never watch them. Oh, they're not, they're not that brilliant. I want to emphasize I don't hope Abba die. They I just don't. won't be bothered when they do. All right, so so far we've asked for a dog to be t- taken out. I today think that dog should be put down because it's famous on Instagram. Yeah, it's a bit stupid though, isn't it? To be honest, you don't have to stay for your laughs, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not here. We're joined now by uh, Kelly Patinati. That's right. Yeah, and Hannah Ellis Ryan. Hello. Hello. How are you getting on? Good. Huh? I've just been. Just, I should fill you in on this. What's happened is, is our last guest said that he's had a photo with a dog, which I've seen, and it's a really good photo, but the dog has got loads of Instagram followers, and I said that I thought that it was artistically bankrupt and corrupt, like, just generally speaking, <laughs> yeah. and I think the only way to save humanity is to put that dog down. Oh, I, d- I don't agree with that. How Let many followers do that. does the dog have? Well, it's going to be more than me, isn't it? Sure. It's going to be I'm a lot. Not Instagram, <laughs> but, you know. Surely the dog hasn't actually started the account and done this himself. Apparently like, it's humans famous the time. Yeah, but, yeah, sure. but Maybe on, we should on, put the human down yeah, that created the world. Well, okay, that's fine, but I think on they can go with Abba. But has the dog said it? Has the dog gone, I don't like this? <laughs> or, or is the dog reveling so in it? So the question is consent. Yes, completely mm. that. Yeah. We haven't looked so, at the account so yet. So I think um, until we can, and I'm going to do this differently to normal, until we can prove that the dog doesn't consent to it, we should be looking at putting the dog down. <laughs> That's what I think. I'd be interested to see how you test this. Well, Barks one for likes, <laughs> barks two for... Well, let's see it maybe as maybe like a like a the witch trials or summer. I think we should maybe put it in a sack. They were really successful, weren't they? <laughs> down with women. I don't know enough about them <laughs> to say conclusively. Um, do you know what? I, I found out loads about the witch trials recently and I was a bit appalled myself that I didn't know enough about them when I found this out. I did a lot of reading about it. And I was like, I mean, I'm not saying anything new to go, and it was terrible. <laughs> but that was, I, I was like, kinda, I was yeah. kind of really shocked by about mm. and and how how quick we are to use it as a shorthand for things now. I was like another witch hunt, and all. It's like no, but the actual witch hunt was horrendous. Let, let's not yes. use this as a yeah. as a saying. That's true. Yeah, you have so a point there. Yeah. Yeah. I would have really been horrible. dunked 100 percent because I'm left-handed. <laughs> I didn't like that, so no. I know I'd have been in that that stall straight away. And also because you do all them spells. I do do that, but I keep it <laughs> quiet. I would have kept that hidden. <laughs> <laughs> also, why could they not have just done a spell which made them not sink? Because the they weren't witches. Because they weren't yeah. witches. I think that's the, yeah. that's the so thing. That been yeah. the proof of it. That's true. Well. If yeah. only I'd been around at that point, <laughs> I reckon I could talk the witch. I think I would have become a witch finder general, just let everyone off. That would have been terrible at your job, I don't though, wouldn't big, I don't want to big myself up. I <laughs> 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 uh, was chatting today about uh, Kill Climate Deniers. Yes, that's which right. Which is a show next door at the Pleasance. Um... And which, uh, how do we do it? What is it? All right? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Is it on already? Is it started? No. 7th of June, June is your press yeah. night, and then fourth to the twenty eighth yeah. of June. We are literally in the middle of our first day of rehearsals. So, are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kicking off. So have you just come from next door now. Literally just come yeah, at yeah. lunchtime. Yeah. And how is it? So have you only just met today? 
Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we actually did a read-through of the play uh, a okay. week before, so we had met then. But That was brilliant that you said, yeah, and then I <laughs> <laughs> went, no, no. no. <laughs> I've got really it out. <laughs> Don't remember me? Oh, my God. Oh, this is quite good, then. This could, uh, well, I think, I'm sure it's brilliant going to see it. This is a good thing to do now, is you could now... Because I, I, tra- I trained as an actor. I did all that sort of shit. Did so, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Well, it's drama school and everything. So we could do a thing now where you sort of get to know each other, uh-huh. but on this show. Uh-huh. How and then you'll, you'll have a bond between yourselves now. With, you'll be like, do you know what? You'll look back and you'll go, he was doing that interview, wasn't it? Like, that's what we that's proper gelled that day. Or... It's about the witches and the yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> or it could, be, it could be, you could end up going, that was when I realised I didn't like her. Oh, for, for both of you. you know <laughs> more, more likely. Yeah. <laughs> so um, tell me about... Yeah, okay, I'll start with Kelly. So tell, tell me about your character, please. Uh, my character is called Georgina Beckin. She yep. is a press advisor to the Environment Minister okay. of Australia. Um, so she's kind of across the social media sort of stuff of, of everything. Um, she, we're still we're, we're, we're discovering them today, but uh, yeah, she's great fun basically. Is she's trying to whip the this? environment minister into shape. Yeah, it's, it's been, been on once in Australia, okay, uh, but this is the first time it's been on in the UK, and I think only the second time it's actually been on. Okay, um, and so just to dispel what the <laughs> the title says, "Kill Climate Deniers." Yes, it's definitely about climate change, but it's also a very a hilarious romp. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Hannah, your character, please. I'm super lucky. I get to play about 20 different people. Ace. So, yes, I get to play Beverly Isle, who is our hilarious uh, media mogul. She kind of represents Australian media in quite a negative way but she also gets to go on some hilarious rants and make some really good points about the problem with the media which is great and I get to play I'm not joking Fleetwood Mac nice all of them uh, uh, the just inter- a generic just, I get to <laughs> I get to play just the, just the ethos Mac. of it <laughs> a bit like Abba you know just yeah, one yeah, literally oh, they're better than uh, Abba shit the, <laughs> the play takes place at a Fleetwood Mac concert oh, okay nice so there has to be a representation of Fleetwood Mac but we're doing this in a really fun bizarre way um, that was what I get telling my friends. I'm like, I could just go play Fleetwood Mac. It's really fun. Uh, so I play a thousand different people, popping up as little bloggers, doing loads of different bits and pieces. So are you? And how many are in the play in total? Five. Okay. So uh, are you? See, see, the problem is, I just saw something then, and I, I didn't know whether to actually. What did you see? I just saw you wink. <laughs> <laughs> What, you <laughs> I saw Hannah wink and I thought that means something. I saw a panicked look. Hannah looked at Kelly. Hannah looked at Kelly and she did a wink. What? I don't know what it meant. I don't know what it meant. Look, we already it's we already Hannah's have Hannah's a witch. <laughs> we already have a shorthand and I, I picked up on a, we we communicated because mm. we it was an encouragement wink. Was that it what wasn't it was a we're hiding we, something. We, we, still, we, we confirmed there were five people in the book. I think Kelly. I think I think they're now complicit in something here and I don't. I don't know how I can let it go, but I, I, I feel professionally I should let it go. But I also feel in real life like I'm like, nah, there's something in that. Are you trying to sabotage another member of the cut? You're like five for now, wink. I reckon I know what it means. I reckon I know. Yeah, I forget that because we're on the radio. You can still see me. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm forgetting. Yeah. You are in front of me. Yeah, there's no. I, I'd probably been able to tell by your voice alone, but the fact I saw it with my own eyes then. Mm. You'd, you'd, usually, like, you'd hear the wink in my voice. You should have denied the wink. That's how you should have played that. You should have gone, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that you're crazy. Or you should have gone, well, I didn't wink, actually. But if I've you want to talk about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd have been like, oh, shit, Ooh. come out of that. Come away from that. Mm. But you Lesson just, for the future. Yeah, but you, you pretty <laughs> this much is why just I confirmed. Play, I play other people and you play yourself. Because yeah. I, I should have done that. Struggling at yeah. just being yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I could do it. Um, so how... Uh, 
how do you feel about each other on the first day? Oh, I God. feel great. Have yeah. You, have you met before today? Sorry, is this your first day? No, they had a read through. Yes, we did meet. They yeah. said yeah. that within this conversation. No, but I meant today. As in read through next door. Oh, oh, no, it was no. a previous Yeah, no, no, we had one. It was a couple one. of weeks ago. Oh, we all met the writer of this piece, because it's a very, oh my gosh, it's complicated and brilliant and super intelligent and wacky and bizarre. So we, the, the director felt it was very important for us to meet the writer before yeah. the first day. So he was around. We came to London. We all, I say came to London because I live somewhere else. We all met next door, and uh, it was great. And genuinely, everyone is very cool. Yeah. We've only spent a morning together. But we great. did do a good little yeah. bonding in your green room, actually, just then. Did just you really? like, okay, so you're from Australia, where are you from? You know that the bitchiness is going to start at some point. Oh, we hope not. Hopefully, not Come between on. you two, but there'll be someone else. You'll be like, looking at Felicity and just going, mm, bit up herself there, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> do you know what I, mean? I, mean, so I don't know. I mean, the play's so hilarious. <laughs> that I think we're Hopefully gonna be, not. We're just <laughs> making each other laugh for three weeks, yeah. I think, and just try not to try to stay focused. It sounds ensemble. So it's, it does sound like it's ensemble, is it? Especially yeah. when you've got people playing a lot of roles as well. Yeah. It normally means an ensemble piece. Yeah, definitely. Because it, it's big concepts and big ideas and crazy action, all these things with a small cast. So yeah. it's nice. So we'll all be keeping busy. And is it is, is it with a view to... Is it just existing as it is for what it is? Or is it with a view... To, is there a long-term game, uh, goal with this? Is there a long-term, long, a long game with it? Do you mean in terms of affecting audiences, or do you mean? Well, but actually both, actually, yeah, that too. Mm. But I, I was thinking more in terms of like, where does it go from? Because the Pleasance is lovely enough; it's a small little theatre and stuff. And, and if, if something's got proper weight to it, it will invariably find a life of its own, and it'll go, okay, we need bigger rooms mm-hmm. for this and all that sort of thing. Look, I think Nick has some like bigger ideas where he might like it to go, but I think Who's at this the, Nick, Nick is sorry, the director. Okay, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. but I think at the moment we are just we're just focusing on this this, yeah, this course, one and making it the best possible. Yeah. Um, and I do think there's this kind of element of wanting. He's mentioned that he wants people, even people that aren't regular theatre goers, to come and have a really good time, despite the title and the subject yeah. matter, to kind of bond people through this kind of hilarious but really serious issue. Which should really be the goal of all theatre, should it? You know, totally. the, the yeah. Basically, a, any play put together should start with the director sitting down and saying, I don't want any of them pricks who are normally in there. <laughs> like, do, 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 like, it really should. It should, though, shouldn't it? It's, it's like, yeah. um, do you know, I think, honestly, of all the plays I've read, really, if there's any that was going to appeal to non-theatre goers, it's yeah. this one. It's so, well, no one likes to be like so that. No one likes to be like, don't yeah. put that plastic there. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But it's silly. It's silly and fun and there's as a great core message but ultimately it's just going to be a bit of fun really. but that's quite a cool thing isn't it because you're right you have hit on something there where, the, where there is an element of that where there, and I think it's endemic at the moment within the world not just within the arts within the world full stop this idea of holier than thou is coming across very strongly and I do strongly feel it's going to be it is already and will continue to be very counterproductive you know to actually be constantly pulling people up on stuff and constantly slagging mm-hmm. people off what they're saying and you know and saying, you can't say it like this you can't say it like that I think that it's mm. like yeah these categories that we like to have we're talking about it today actually about um, you know being vegan vegetarian you're like yeah. fall into these categories and if you're not one or not the other someone's going to pull you up on yeah. it but yeah. it's like why can't you be flexible in that and be like oh, I'm going to go this week without it but then you know if you're eating a chocolate someone is like aren't you vegan like yeah. you know like yeah. so it's just kind of yeah, yeah being a bit more flexible is the only way I think everyone's going to be able to that's always bad for me that thing our vegans have got vegetarians oh it's ridiculous in that mental. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the we're same battle here, guys. But the great thing about what, uh, so David, the writer, what he's done with this as well is it's not even about that. It's not about like ways that we can help climate change. It's about how have we actually gotten to this point because his father was actually a climate scientist. Right, okay. You know, how many years ago was it? Like 50? In the 80s, like, 87 yeah, or something. 
but his dad was one of these like original climate scientists trying to say this is happening this is real yeah. getting media training to try and help him get, get his message across right. but he's a scientist and he doesn't know how to sit and talk to people in the same way and how to get that across better so it, it kind of addresses these really interesting fundamental things of how now we're having to catch up and we're going to have to convince all these people of something that really should have just been known and been a factor a really long time ago yeah. Yeah. so it's really it's it's fun and interesting it's not about like oh that's the wrong plastic or that's the wrong yeah, this it's more about how have we gotten here guilt's not going to get us anywhere no. is it? like you I, said I I've think. started um, getting very reluctant to recycle have you <gasps> purely because just the people that collect my recycling sometimes leave a thing in the, like they'll leave just one thing left over like what a pizza box I would have mean. I honestly I, I think I thought they were doing it on purpose at first like I thought they were like, to sabotage your no like they were going oh well, you can't recycle that you idiot oh. I, thought, I thought it was that until the last time they did it they left one solitary Evian bottle Oh, in there, I was like, "Well, they do recycle yeah. them, and they took the rest of them." And I started thinking, "Well, if you can't be bothered, I can't be bothered as well." <laughs> and I was meant to put my recycling out today, and I didn't do it. Because <laughs> well, that one heavy arm bottle. I'm not set fire to it or anything. It's, it's, it's still in the kitchen, but I, honestly, honestly, I get it's, a little, it's a protest, and you're right. I am, yeah. In your kitchen. Well, now it's it is a protest because I broadcast it. <laughs> <laughs> so now it is. So what started as something that I was just doing in private, like, with let's be honest, it was a lot of it was down to laziness and yeah. thinking I'm running a bit late. I ain't got time to put it out. <laughs> Just do no. you reframe it? It's not yeah, laziness, I've made it's it a into <laughs> curious about the choice to leave the Evian bottle. Isn't it weird? What? Well, I don't understand. I feel like that was a mistake. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm on the mistake train. <laughs> yeah, same, same. But when they're doing it every single week and it's like, yeah. well, why am I doing all this? Why am I separating all my rubbish and stuff if you can't even be asked to take what I've done for you? <laughs> do it properly. And they sometimes leave stuff strewn about the place. I think they're messing with you. Don't they? Like, think they, they don't like you, well. do they? We need a representative. <laughs> That's what it is. Here. I might start just recycling things. I might start putting like... <laughs> prosthetic heads in it <laughs> and, just see it. and then they'll report it then I'll know I'll be able to isolate who they are and I can start a campaign of like rage against them okay that's nice as long as you've got a campaign on the go it's nice isn't it <laughs> everyone likes time. a cause yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well you've got it all covered all the climate and all. you can do all that I'll just, I'll just look yeah. meaningless causes yeah. which I think is an equally good use of your time we'll take this one you can yeah. take that one yeah. <laughs> it's all good and then we'll, we'll come back next year <laughs> and see who's who's actually been who's more nourished by their cause <laughs> Is the dog alive? Is Amber alive? How's anti-recycling going? You'll just see me with my 50 million Instagram followers going, I don't know how it took off, but it just did. Just, I'm known as the worst bastard in the entire world. I've you know, the really sponsor of Evian. No. <laughs> so I don't think it could happen in it as well. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a... Uh, what were you on about Home and Away? You were in Home and Away, I right? In, oh yeah, I was in Home and Away. I normally exclusively put Neighbours cast on this show, but I've defected mm-hmm. to Home and Away now. Thank you. We had a lot of the Neighbours cast on, but... You know, were done. Toadfish, I, I did him. Toadfish, Steph and Dennis, we've had. Oh. Um, uh, what's her name? Valance. Uh, Olympia oh. Valance, we've had on. Who else have we had on? We had Madge. She came on. Not this show, another show, actually, but don't, right. don't count. She's been in. I, I thought she was dead. No, no, she was in Emmerdale for a bit. Oh, that woman I was thinking of. Thingy, the lady, the baddie. What was her name? Jo, jo, Man- Mangle. Mangle. Mrs. Mangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she died a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> Joe Mangle's mum. I'm saying I didn't... But yeah. I'm happy because I do like Summer Bay and Home and Away to defect over to that, that soap now and get some more... There's some good ones you have, you've had, though. They're real staples. They were very ones, good, yeah. actually. Toadfish. We, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. we like and imagine wasting them 
on me. <laughs> imagine, imagine going. All right, we'll book them, and then somebody goes, "I don't know." They who had you a are. lovely time. Steph and Dennis been on twice, hasn't he? It was a great time. I liked him. Yeah, it was very good. He's and I liked the man, the Toadfish man. Yeah, Toadfish. I liked him because um, I said to him, "You look like you don't really want to do this." <laughs> and he went, "No, I'm really, really tired." And we just spoke about how tired he was. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. when I'm, have you got PR with you today? No. Perfect. <laughs> Unleashed. Perfect. Yeah, no, that's good. Uncensored. Sometimes when I'm sat here talking to people, I can feel their eyes on me. The PR, PR just yeah. like going, yes. this is not the interview we want. <laughs> no, but the neighbours PR, I love it because she then approached me the second time saying they had such a good time about Steph and Dennis. Yeah. Get him in again, please. No, they like they like that. I made nice. the I made it's the last nice. guest. He doesn't know I made him do it. He, he thinks he did it by accident. I made him encourage people to download Chernobyl, the series, just <laughs> on illegal torrents if they haven't got scars. Don't do that. Watch it. Watch it. That, watch it on Now TV or that dead torrent. <laughs> Which I don't agree to. I don't agree with downloading illegal torrents at all. Good Lord. So you'll be careful when you're flinging about these protests. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> And take them off. I think there, there might be something like mesmeric or hypnotic about me that I do. You know what I mean, that I, I twist yeah, things and people yeah. just go, I don't know why I said that. Right. I am worried because we've of maiming people that may or may not make a bit to alive on the show that something might happen to Abba or to that dog because That's there's right. been a few oh, no. people we've had killed, before. We have killed loads of people. Where we've That's talked so about true. them and they've died. I mean, big names like George Michael, Ronnie oh Corbett, God. Carrie Fisher. We talked about lots I, of people. I don't, I don't agree with the Carrie Fisher. I don't think that happened. We, I, talked, I, about I, we, talked, we talked about her, but we didn't talk about her in we, we didn't talk about George Michael. Did I did Ronnie Corbett's obituary. Oh, yeah, that was really weird. And then he died about that. That is weird. He died that way. really weird. Did you feel uncomfortable? I felt horrible about yeah. it. No, but when someone dies now, almost certainly someone will tweet us to go, oh, there you go, another one. Well, it was when we started doing weird. pre-records. So, yeah. I, so one week I went, okay, what we should do, because we might not be there mm. at the time when somebody dies, I should record an obituary just in case they do die. Oh my God. So I did that about Ronnie Corbett and it just puts it out of the air. <laughs> And then he died that week, and it was like. Well, I guess you didn't have to do any extra work. I was did first you? obit. I was first obit. Here's what I prepared earlier. Yeah, mine was just done completely. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not nice at all. The only, the only, to be honest with you, the only death I want is that dog. No, you, no, it's not Aww. the dog's fault. It's not the dog's fault. It's the owner, as you quite rightly pointed out. So. Mm. The I just don't see with, with the world being in such an awful place I don't know why people get upset at the idea of putting a dog in a sack and throwing it against a wall I don't know why that <gasps> no, is a big deal no but I'm looking at this picture of the dog on the first place it's there is sadness it's horrible there's sadness <laughs> in this dog yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love I see you but can I you see, see the eyes just going oh. <laughs> what are they going to say now <laughs> this dog doesn't want to be in the photo now I look at it it's saying help but, me yeah. do you know I do agree though isn't it crazy we live in the same world that will do that and yeah. the same world that will follow a dog on Instagram completely yeah. that yeah, yeah. mental absolutely yeah. Um, well, look. It's again. I, I say this to most guests who come on. I'm sorry I didn't sell your show very well. I tried. I, I think did. you did a great job. Yeah, but you so. came across really well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wouldn't want people to take out on you with your show my behaviour. Oh, I'm, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. Are you going to come watch? I would do. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. be in I'm, it? I'm not in, I'm not in London either. Well, that's so. funny, that isn't it? Because it starts at eight. You could finish the show at six <laughs> on a Monday. Get straight down to, to the Pleasants for and eight. And just walk home. Just, you can get a train. I really can't. You can't get a train past eight o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to see in Twilight Zone next week, and I've got to stay over. Really? Yeah. Oh, stay over again. Whoever you're staying with, stay over again to go and see. She's got some points. She'll find tonight. Do you want to come to our next thing? <laughs> the reason I won't commit to this, and you know what this is. Yeah. You hate theatre. No, I theater. love theatre. Fucking love theatre. Not a fan of Australians. Australians are constant. I knew it. Knew it. No, I'll tell you what it honestly is. What's the lady's name? 
Uh, which lady? You know the one, the one. Who oh, Harriet Thorpe. Right, Harriet Thorpe. Right, who's a lovely, really lovely lady and really mm. great actor in that. But she came on promoting a show that she was on in the West End, and she said, "Are you going to come and see it?" And I went, "Oh yeah, I'll try to." And then on a campaign of terror is what I had for the next three months <laughs> yeah. of going when you come in she's ringing the show up when you come in everyone's really cross that you've not been yet actually like, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. actually no, that's just great nuts. sometimes yeah, like, yeah she was she was bonkers she was bonkers especially when we like message her to say Harriet can you come on again and harass Ian but you know that happens <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah, they, were, they were encouraging it we did yeah we but, liked it we you liked can't it. bully people into the theatre that's people. what you she tried to do in. but in oh, saying oh. that did you go you didn't go out of principle out of principle bully people come see your show Kill Climate Deniers at the Pleasant Theatre Tuesday the 4th to Friday the 25th, 28th of June sorry that's the day after my birthday oh perfect then I could go for my birthday, birthday. that's I? your present we'll, come, we'll, sorted, we'll, we'll, right? get, we'll get you a drink after oh, <laughs> no, a no, drink. if I come on my birthday I want something on stage happening uh, okay. Okay. I want we'll sing you happy birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. would you like that and I don't want it at the end <laughs> we can ask Felicity <laughs> so you can leave is that what that could be we can get you a cake and that dog and that Instagram dog we'll bring that on stage for you as well can I kill it not in a sack I could kill it live on the stage no during Kill Climate Deniers yeah that's what would be brilliant I don't think the audience would be on board. But Do you know what? I don't think either of you have got a fucking clue what a good theatre is. <laughs> I think during that show where you've got everyone thinking one thing, if somebody then wandered on, possibly me, and killed a dog on stage, people would go, oh my fucking God, that was the best theatre I've ever seen in my life. Is right. it actually dead? And I've just looked at its Instagram. It also does deny climate change on its Instagram the page, so we probably could kill it. Well, we could maybe kill it. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is the title. Oh, this is going to be another one of them shows where we have to listen to it again, isn't it? <laughs> and you have to go through it on Audacity going, well, that's coming out, that's no, coming out, I think that's it's coming fine. out. I stand by, don't kill the dog or any dog. Uh, Kelly and Hannah, thanks ever so much for joining us. Thank We're you. Out of time. Thanks um, for thank having you to us. Robert, thank you to Joe. Uh, thanks, Nat. Thank you, Ian. See you again next week. Coming up is uh, Robert Elms with his wacky take so, on music. Sure, what, okay. Fuck knows what's on next. <laughs> You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.